The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are feeling this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh. You may experience an inexplicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion, an activity called applause. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. Audience. And now, let's welcome the Bruno crew, Luigi Curto, Miss Robin, and Yes, thank you, oh great female announcer person. It is the Tony Bruno Show. Pay no attention to those NBA games, those hockey games, or the World Series Game 7. Actually, you can do it. Just put it on in the background. Keep the sound down. You don't need to hear what these clowns are saying. You need to listen to what these clowns are saying right here on the Tony Bruno Show live podcast. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin is here. I took all the damn decorations down. And we did an excellent job, as they like to say in coaching as uh, John Gruden would say on Monday Night Football or Troy Aikman would say on Sunday NFL Fox. They just did an excellent job right there, and we did an excellent job in figuring out how much candy we would need for the Halloween festivities that came to a uh, conclusion last night. Right around 9 o'clock, it shut down. started at 5 in the afternoon, Luigi. Now, did you trick-or-treat? Do you have kids come to their crib or what? No, I was in the middle of making a bolognese. I didn't have time. It's out so nobody knocked. Did you turn the lights off? That's a big South Philly trick. If anybody knocks you know? on your door in Tacconi after dark, you don't answer the door, Holmes. No, there are people. I remember when I was a kid, I would know that there were older people on my street. They would shut the, they would close the windows, close the lights, and pretend they weren't home so they didn't have to give out candy. Nah, we put out, me and my neighbor upstairs, we put out a little bucket for the kids and come up and just take whatever they need. 
and somebody came by and did a drive-by and grabbed the whole damn bucket and drove away. Hey, listen, if they wanted to be rude, that's up to them, you know? That's right. Who are you to judge? Exactly. But we had, Robin and I went out and got some candies. The fun size, though. Not the full size, but now they even have a smaller than fun size. Have you seen the new ones? No. They're like the teeny little weeny ones. They're called the no damn fun at all bars. They call that, yeah. they, they call that fun with your clothes on size. Exactly. That's what that is. No, they do. They have the little ones. Little Kit Kats and little... Uh, I only get the things that I like. That's, this is what I've done for Halloween. I do not get candy that I would not eat myself. So I'm not giving kids crappy stuff that they'll never eat. Even their parents won't eat it. I got the Kit Kats in there. I saw, I saw the Kit Kats. No Milky Ways, none of that stuff. Screw the Milky Way. Milky Ways are bad. Mars, terrible. Mars. No uh, candy corn. No See, good. now you're on the other side, right? I'm, I'm, well, I'm you can't give out candy corn, they're, you know, unless you want to put them in a little baggie, and then you think somebody's like tampered with your kid's candy and stuff. You last don't want to give out loose stuff. Last year for Halloween, you were walking around with, with like candied meth. So, <laughs> Yeah, but that's different. Okay. Because people it's want It's got resale stuff. value. It's got legitimate exactly. resale value. People think it's real meth, and then they go home and they start snorting it. And then hey, the I Miami Dolphins coach, and then the Miami Dolphins coaching staff grabs it, and they start snorting it off a hooker in the locker room. You know what we noticed though? Yeah. There were a lot of moms, well, parents that were coming around with their teeny, teeny, tiny babies, like six months old. There was a six month old and a three month old. It's a little too young, man. And I said, "Well, that's just so that they, the parents can get candy." Exactly. And I said, "Does that kid? Could that kid gum a, a Kit Kat bar or a Hershey bar? Just lick it." Yeah, she did. So she she, like she tried that's to. She yeah, said. Actually, that's what she was trying to say. She Actually, was trying we had to say this it. one girl that came by. It was really nasty. We talking about licking candy and giving With out. My pop. asshole. How about that? Yeah, and I said, well, she I got some pussy pops. She came by, and I said, we got some suckers here, suckers, and we gave her one of those. And but she wasn't happy though. I only gave her one instead of two or multiple. Okay. Because I wanted to see. Because I would bring the. I had this big, you know, bucket type thing, and I, Robin and I would take turns going to the door, and I would have kids take it out. And it's funny, the small kids, some of them would grab like a handful, like the claw game. Yes. And grab as many as they can. Other kids were just taking one. What? And I felt bad. So I said, no, no, take a couple more. But the bottom line is at the end of the night, as they say, or at the end of the day, there's night. But then at the end of the night, we still had like three or four candies left over, proving that I did a great estimation job, just like we did when we did the uh, basement project down here in the Tony Bruno Michael David Wine Cellar. Right. You don't want to go under. You don't want to go under. You don't no. want to, you want to go You don't want to have not enough. You want to have just enough and maybe a little bit extra. Right. Because a little bit extra, then I can finish it. Or Robin can finish it. And I've seen it upstairs. Yeah, you, got a, you got a little accoutrement left in the bucket. Yeah, just not much. No. But you had the, you had the Kit Kats, which are, which are, which are you solid. You got to have Kit Kats. And then, um, but I didn't see much of anything left, though. No, there wasn't. We did a great job. We did an excellent job of preparing for Halloween this yes, year. Yes, you did. Then I was up this morning when it was cold, and I was taking all the decorations down while Robin was sleeping. I saw him on the living room. It's an outrage. Well, you always get up earlier than Robin anyway. Not always. Most of the time. No, the majority of the time you're up earlier But I Robin. get up, and I'm right at it. I'm downstairs. I'm making coffee. I'm cleaning trash. I'm taking the trash out. I'm getting everything done. And Robin's on, on her computer for two hours before she gets out of bed. Because yeah, I have big... like 3,000 emails yeah, that I need yeah, to Yeah, but you're on it for 14 afterwards. So it's, no, it's I'm not. Unfair. I'm only on a couple hours at a time. And I've been a on... A couple hours at a time. <laughs> Seriously, I wasn't on Twitter all day today. Dude, you 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 log more time on a computer screen than NASA. That's not. <laughs> I was not on the inter, I was not on my Twitter all day long. Bull. You check it. How many tweets did I have today? Not many. And that was when I was upstairs working not on many the show. Does not mean I was not on my Twitter. No, all but day I was. Long. You know, I usually tweet a lot during the day when there's nothing going on. You do. 
Yes, you do. But today I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, yesterday was a trade deadline in the NFL, so lot, I had to be there. A lot of moving audit. parts. A lot of things. Happened. I had to be there. Yep. I'm. A, I'm getting information for this podcast. I'm not just on there spouting political garbage like 99 percent of the people on Twitter. You're researching. Damn right. And then I'm spouting garbage of other th- things. But anyway, we're in the Michael David wine cellar. Yes, We've we got are. replenished here. We're expecting another shipment soon, so Luigi will start to calm down. Well, I need my eighth. My You're going to get table. your eighth. You will. I'll give we, you a fifth. How about that? I appreciate that. In fact, actually, you know what? Speaking of fifth, Jack got me a present over there. I don't know what that is, but can you hand me that over there? Because I've been dying to open it. I don't know what. I keep saying it's a bottle of your car. Well, I think, I think there's a is. there's a present for Luigi and a present for it's, Tony. It feels correct? like a bottle of Cologne. Or it, there's, it's liquid. It's definitely liquid. It is liquid. It's not Dracar Noir. Is CK1? Is it CK? It, it, Jack, are you going to give the presents to yeah, both why, of them at the same you time? Hand uh, the present, Jack. Just hand it to me. It's easier this way. For dramatic features. He's going to open it up now. Oh, the other way. Yours is wrapped. Tony's is not, I think. That's That's all right. Robin doesn't wrap my gifts either. She just puts them in the same bag and even leaves a receipt in. Joe Ruff liked one of my 20,564 tweets today. Look what we got, ladies and gentlemen. It's always hard to get. You got a bottle of Henny? We got the bottle of Henny. Wow. I got oh. pocket handy. I got a pocket hand dog. That's good, man. Why does he get the big bottle, though? Because he's the big dog. <laughs> Why do I get the big bottle? This is bullshit. Oh, what is that, the VO? No, this is just the privilege. Oh, privilege. Not white, not white privilege. privilege. No, 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 no not on this program. Because white privilege is the reason you can't get this. Exactly. Actually, white people don't drink Hennessy for the most part. So the privilege I is got, not it's not white privilege. See, Tony got the regular size, fun size Kit Kat. I got the mini. That's, <laughs> that's what it exactly was, bro. What it is. That's what it was. That's exactly what Thank it you, is. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate this, man. Thank this you. Is, this is 375 milliliter. This is which of uh, course is half of the one point no, three point seven five times two is seven point seven and a seven and a half. Seven and Good a half. Good job, right. Tony. That's when then there's the then the, then <laughs> double that and that's the fifteen. Fifteen. That's the big guy. But this is a hundred. Chend. Hunt it, you mean. Hunt it. This is going to hit you hard, too, man. Might have to pop a little hen dog can you on. Can you like do that whole bottle like with one oh, shot? This? Like, yeah. And I don't want to. What, with the shortage? We're balling, though, Tony. It don't matter, right? Damn right we're balling. Now, Aaron Cohen said he called it. He called. He said he thought that's what was in there. But it felt like under the wrapping, it felt because it has a curvature in the back. So it's like a little cologne bottle. You know when the cologne bottle, the glass has a little curvature? It's sort of like a woman arches watch, her back. Watch this segment. You know the arch in the back? Now we're drinking Henny. We might be drinking Henny tonight, but tomorrow night, Tony, be drinking tequila, bro. Damn right, That's baby. That's right. See that? Yes. Well, he's, he's saying we, but... He ain't going to you'll be, be drinking tequila. Yeah. I won't. <laughs> we're all laughing, having a good time. Espalon. 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 The Day of the Dead. De los Muertos. Dios de los Muertos. That's right. What's the matter with you, Robin? That's what I said, Dio de los Muertos. You said Dio. It's Dios oh, de Dios, las Muertas. Dios de los Muertos. Exactly right. Espolón tequila. What don't you f- understand? Whereas a good friend of mine once said when I told her, you want to come to <laughs> Dios de las Muertas with me, honey? Ay, papi, que rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. What up? I take that as a, a strong Yes. It's a C. Okay, Poppy. Yes, indeed. You guys, you, know, we're, you guys are going to be giving out uh, tickets to this thing tomorrow night, right? Yes, one that lucky person will get to take another lucky person to the big event. We've been doing these tequila dinners, dinners at Cantina Laredo. Now, 
for oh, two years. Speaking of uh, women, sexy women, your cousin Ana Maria Santisi is checking is in. Is she listening in Sicily? Yes, she is. Let's see, what time? It's like 2 o'clock in the morning there. Let's see, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. She's up late. She's up at 1 a.m. In, in Palermo, Sicily. Yeah, listening have her to here. The show. She's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> was she now? Well, she wasn't here when when uh, when the whole when the whole tribe came over. Yes. Oh, she was here too. Okay. Yes, that was Anna Marie. So she was. She. Oh, is... Fran- it's Francisco's mom, right? No, it's Francisco's grandma. Oh, Francisco's grandma. Anna Marie's okay. the grandmom, and then Juicy her son is my cousin. Right. My second cousin, and then her daughter. I mean, her his wife is her daughter-in-law, and then little Francesco is my third cousin. You follow me, cuz? I hate. No, cuz. And Marie's even saying, ciao, Luigi. <laughs> ciao. <laughs> we are a worldwide show. Yes, we are. Follow me, camera guy? Exactly right. And we just keep getting bigger and bigger. So, bonus ed, a bon- we can't say bonanotto, although no. it should be bonanotto. No, bonanotto means you're going to bed. You're going to well, sleep. she so should be. It's one o'clock. She's got to get up and go to work. Well, Francesco doesn't go to bed till whenever. No, he goes to bed early. No, he goes to bed late. No, nah, he's He was he's up late. all night. See, I actually really like the Italian way of... Uh, their day. Get up when you get up, go to bed when you go to bed. No, no, no. No, that's my kind of that's way. That's your kind yeah. of day, brother. But they, exactly. When they first get up, they only have like a coffee and a biscotti. Uh, or no, they have like a little sh- uh, espresso. espresso. And then they have a little biscotti. They don't have like a big meal, which I have never been able to do. I've never been able to really eat, Gotta eat big in the to. morning. No. I usually go to Denny's and then throw down in the, with the crowd. Exactly. You go to the Melrose. the videos of the throw downs in Denny's? No. I always wanted to be in a Denny's bash, though. <laughs> I there was, I, there was I a big Halloween one. Why would anybody want to be in any bash? I handle Seriously. Myself on the Bruno bash was good. I've heard stories. The Bruno bash was the best bash. But not the monster like a bash was good too. I don't like No, it. but did you see the video? Yes. There was in, in Massachusetts on Halloween night, a whole bunch of people, mostly women. I mean, seriously, it was more it was mostly women. There were a couple of dudes in this Denny's. And then before you knew it, all kinds of stuff was flying all over the place, man. You gotta check this video out. Halloween throwdown in Denny's in Massachusetts. I'll check it out during the break. Dude. Well, we got to give away those tickets tonight, though, man. Yeah, so how are we going to give away? Cantina Laredo and King of Prussia. We do it all. Wait, do you have an idea on how we should do it, Jack? You're raising your hand like we're in class. Just give it to me. <laughs> I'll give it to you. You we... didn't go last time? No, Were you invited last time? Uh... No, I don't think... The last one we had, I don't think... I think he had just started coming around. So I don't think he was quite here yet before that one. But we, so we've done the tequila trivia mm-hmm. in one of them. Right. We've done the random uh, who can get closest to a number in Tony Bruno's head number. Exactly. When we do this, that was the last one. Remember when there were like we kept going back and forth, and that way both online and phone calls. Oh, okay, that's right. Remember. That's right. So um, we should do something. Halloween related? No, Halloween's over. Okay. It's but over. It, like maybe if they Halloween's the one one holiday where you take the decorations down the at the break of dawn the next day. It's not like Christmas. You know, people leave Christmas decorations up till like March. Some people leave them up all year long now. What pisses me off already is you already see the Christmas stuff getting rolled out. Can we have the turkey first, please? No, the lights go up whenever you want. There's this no is... rules on lights. Well, not in South Philly, there's no any rules on lights. I was the only house on the street that had lights out for Halloween. I never did Halloween lights. 
You know, there are okay. neighborhoods where people do everything. They do yes. Valentine's Day. Down, they, right around the corner from my house. St. Patrick's very, Day. Right around the corner from my house, a very famous street in Northeast Philadelphia. The whole block gets, light up, gets lit up. The local news comes there every single year. That they, but everyone takes Everybody part. Everybody in Mayfair is lit every night, man. Well, I mean, obviously. Every night, especially in the summer, bro. So, duh, come on. Come yeah. But <laughs> mixing a little of this, too. But what it is is... um. Exactly. Are they woke up there too, though? Stay woke. Oh, okay. We, we stay I always woke. stay woke, man. What I'm saying is, I stay woke and I stay broke. It's a combination sensation, though, unlike any other in the nation. <sighs> the um, but the, the the block is very famous. They have the lights all lit up. It's it, everyone in the whole street. Was that Unruh Street? Now, which one is that one? That's no, Greeby. 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 Off a of Walker. We got the famous 13th, the miracle on 13th Street, a block away from It's a here. miracle you get down 13th Street. You can't. Normal, that's All these two nods just drive and stop their cars. Well, whatever. We're going to figure out how to give this thing away because we, gotta, we, we have to give it away because people got to go eat. Maybe we should do something specifically. I like how we get wait till the show is on the air Dios before we do. Robin sits down. We sit down five minutes before you got down. She goes, well, how are we going to give away this tequila dinner tonight? I'm working on stuff all day. I'm working on Halloween stuff and... I'm working on stuff too, Holmes. But I mean, why do we have to wait till the last second to come up? We have—it's not like we just found out about this. Should we go old school? Give it to the best call of the night? Nah, nah. I'll come up with something in just a second, and I'll tell y'all what it is. I could—we could even go World Series Game Seven trivia. You answer the question, you get put in a hopper. I don't like hoppers. Okay. I don't like the hopper. You get put in a bottle. I'd rather get put in a box. What's in the box, by the way? I have no idea what's in the box, but we can ask uh, Brad Pitt. He'll tell us. Oh, what's in the box? So people are checking in on Facebook Live. As they do. As, as you mentioned, uh, the great uh, Ana Maria Santisi says, Ciao, Tony and Robin, but not Luigi. No. No love for Luigi. Oh, no. Oh, what are you talking about? Jason Nemrov. He can't make the dinner because he'll be too busy listening to Funkin' Fantasy tomorrow. How about That's that? That's all right. That's all right. How about that, bruh? You can bring a little transistor like we used to do when we were kids. Well, my, my, well, Luigi's tranny shows up quite often on the phone. Luigi's tranny? Yeah, remember, the Lu- yeah, remember, remember my transmission problems? <laughs> oh, There was okay. a Twitter account. The Luigi's, that was not That's when you know coming. you've made it. When you have people uh, popping up phone Twitter accounts for I you. I thought it was another tranny that know, you maybe met uh, I know that that's where parties. Tony went immediately. He By the way, it is All Saints Day today. And it is also National Erection Day, apparently. It is? Get up, That's Tom. what Joe Ruff says. You got to get up to get down, Damn first right. of all. You know what they say? Somebody once said... See, you got broad that got that booty. Don't you have that in there? I don't have it. What's the matter with you, man? I don't have it. Ever since I relinquished control of the uh, soundboard. Oh, you mean before I didn't? Be- before Brian erased every sound that I had? Exactly, that one too. Exactly. I don't know. Do I have it? I am pissed off. I have that one. I know that. Now, coming up here in just about 15 minutes or so, we are going to have a very special guest coming on all the way, talking about... From where? Houston. Houston. Hello. Hello. Oh, I found it. You know what they say? Yeah. See a broad to get that booty yak <laughs> Leg her down or smack him, yak him. Cole got to be. Miss Robin will have a great Halloween-related Florida update tonight. Yes, this one's very appropriate. Everything's topical on the show, including the anesthesia, anesthesia and uh, anesthetics. You know they say topical anesthesia? Yes. Have you had topical I anesthesia? I hear you, baby. Yeah. No, I never had topical anesthesia. I've had it once when I went for my lumpectomy, but other than I that. I think topical anesthesia is opening tonight at uh, one of topical the clubs. Anesthesia. I think they're opening tonight at one of the local uh, the t- all t- clubs. Yeah. Down the TLA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Topical anesthesia. 
That's a fantastic name. I know. The group sucks, but the name is great. Exact. Topical yeah. anesthesia. <laughs> and they're opening up for Erection Wednesday. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You know what? I have, I have, I have Dios de los Muertos trivia. You do? I do. Oh, I love oh, that perfect. stuff. Perfect. do that. So that's what we're going to do. It means day of the day. You know what it actually is, is about? It is the day after All Saints Day. Right. So it's in the Christian world or Catholic world, to be exact. Right. November 1st is All Saints Day. We have to play a little All Saints tonight. Remember that female group? I went to All Saints. You did? Yes, I did. Is that a school? Yeah, in Bridesburg. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. I went to All Saints. Is that right next to the Risk Club Risque strip club there in Bridesburg? <laughs> no, it's actually, uh, what is it, the penthouse. That's what it oh, is. it's right near the penthouse club. <laughs> it's the penthouse club. But anyway, so what was I saying? I forgot already. What all Saints, we got to play a block of all, not a block, just their, their, their best song. Remember this group? They were back in the 90s. They were called All Saints. Yeah, I remember them. It was a girl boot grant. They were like, they were like I don't remember a couple them. of white chicks and a couple black chicks and I think a Hispanic chick and they would shake that, but they were like smooth. They weren't like screaming. They weren't like the, they weren't like the Spice Girl cut types. They were like R&B. Okay, so they weren't like booty shaking. No, no, no. They were just like they would just have the good moves. They were smooth. Moves. They had this song called "Never Ever Have a Ever." Do we oh, have? Oh, I remember give that me a, one. Give me just a taste. I'm getting it for you right now. Give bro. me a taste of All Saints for just a second. I remember when Mike no, Golick no. and I actually this was like 1999 or 98. A few questions. Yeah, remember this song? Never mm. ever. Yes. Let's, let's just get a taste of this for just a second. Every girl in her dorm, listen to this. I've done wrong. And how long it's been going on Was it that I never paid enough attention? Did I not give enough affection? Not only They're spitting rhyme, too. Answers keep me sane, but I'm never too many. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, let's get into it now. You can tell me You're in the church. Put your hands on the podcast. <laughs> Put, your hands. Put your hands on your electronic device. That's it. In a letter. Raise up, let's all hold hands together now. Just don't put your hands on me. I don't want to get in trouble. Don't be like Bon Jovi laying your hands on me. That's only if you put hands on somebody else. No, usually when I put hands on somebody else, they request it first. Yeah, exactly. And that's okay. That's consensual. Either way, I'm going out of my mind. All the answers to my questions. This is so bad. Wait a minute, here it comes. My head spinning. And they bounce. You have the video up on this Yeah, I'm watching the video. They bounce, these girls. This is horrible. It's a great song, man. Hey, Luigi. We're going to get a taste. Aim your, uh, aim, aim. Uh, do it straight. Yeah, we don't want to see sideways, All Saints. Close in a little bit. Oh, my boy Marco Bellinelli in town with your Atlanta Hawks. You gotta have a certain amount to this. Everybody now! These chicks are now unfortunately throwing down at Denny's up in Massachusetts on Halloween night. 
<laughs> Marcet Dunham goes, thank God I don't remember this shit. Oh, my God. Come on, Marcet. This wasn't that bad. It's terrible. It's a great song. Okay. How can you diss this song? I'm not dissing. I, just, I do remember it, though. It's a big hit. It's huge. Yes, I do like this song. You think I play songs because I don't like them? If you like this song or any other song you'd like to play on the podcast, you can call in at 717-363-TONY. It's topical. It's all It is topical. All Saints. Right. It's All Saints Day. I get it, Tony. I know how it all intertwines. It congeals together. And then tomorrow is All Souls Day. Right. And so All Souls Day is technically the same day as the Day of the Dead because the souls rise and then you become... Hi, and it's I hear you. You know what I'm saying? For Erection Day. Erection Day, you rise. That's today, though. Shouldn't tomorrow be National Erection Day I would if think, it's yeah. All Souls Day? Because the soul. Souls rise. Not the Philadelphia soul, multi champion arena football league champion. Respect to the soul. Respect to the soul. Respect. James Dolan, you guys are killing me with this. I, I know. He loves this stuff. By the way, let me give you the phone number. I just did. Oh, you did? Yeah, I didn't hear. 717 tony By the way, we got breaking news right now. The Atlanta Hawks have officially surrendered, just like the South did in the Civil War. The 76ers laying a biblical beatdown. 25-8 to eight in the first quarter. Yes, and there's our other number one pick, Markel Fultz, in street clothes on That's the right. for, a, for a tradition unlike any other, the Sixers draft picks in street clothes you have to, to be start the career. You must not play in your first season with the 76ers. We, I believe it's in the contract. We read, we read, we read short more players in the entire ACC and oh. SEC and whacked. <laughs> but the combined. good news is... Jaleel Okafor is getting paid to do nothing and now once out. I know. And the Sixers aren't going to pay him to go yeah. away because yeah. somebody will snap him up like the Boston yeah. Celtics. But that genius, that, that, that so-called genius was the smart to, to take uh, Porzingis over or- Okafor, right? Exactly. I mean, come on, man. Think, about, what, think I, about how good we could have been, how much better off we could have been right now. Simmons, Embiid, and Porzingis. Exactly. You're talking NBA title time, brother. Well, this team's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not re- I think the Sixers are going to be good this year. Because they got a they'll good be mix. Better. No, no doubt no, about they're gonna that. Be good. They'll be better. In fact, if they win this game tonight against Atlanta, they'll be 500 for the first time in four years. What? There will be a parade for that baby tomorrow. Speaking, I'm going to bring my Sam Hinkie banner. Speaking of which, we have actually a question from Barbecue Beef Balboa out of L.A. I know um, that guy. Yes, and he has been asking about a Tony Bruno World Series I don't prediction. make baseball predictions. Baseball is the most difficult sport to predict. I know one thing. You know who's coming out of the bullpen late tonight, Luigi, for your Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw, baby. You're damn right. He's ready. <laughs> well, you know what I love about Game 7, Tony? It's all hands on deck. Yes, right? it is. All hands yes, on is. deck. Now, somebody who might give a prediction who will be coming on momentarily is Josh Innes. Yes, he lives in Houston where they got a football team where the coach that doesn't allow his quarterback, who's the rookie of the year, Locke, John Watson all day, to, 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 uh, to make plays in the late games. He wants to... He wants to he kept his guy, his own quarterback, from winning a game. I know. Isn't that crazy, Tony? Bill O'Brien. And he's under heat now. Because you've got, you got an unbelievable quarterback who's throwing a gazillion touchdown passes and going toe-to-toe in he, Seattle. He threw three picks, which is ugly. But the guy still threw four touchdowns, 420 freaking yards, and ran for 67 yards in Seattle against that defense. I mean, it's incredible, man. Absolutely. Only, but- to, be, only to be outdone by Russell Wilson – who goes out and throws for four, 400 plus yeah, and Russell four Wilson's a proven enemy. This is because a rookie, and then you're co- well, we'll talk with Josh yeah, we, about that because I, I guarantee you oh, they are down on Bill O'Brien in Houston. 
Is there any doubt about that? I, about I mean, I read an article today that says Bill O'Brien may not be the right coach for Deshaun Watson. He may really? not be the right guy, even though he's known as a guy who you know can get is this, quarterbacks. Is this to an play a la co-tight kind of thing? Where he, I mean, not co- Buddy Ryan, where he kind of put the no, no. He's allowing he's allowing Deshaun Watson to do his thing, but then when it gets to a point where he wants to control his quarterback, oh, okay, I he got doesn't, you. I got you. He doesn't trust, him trust okay. his quarterback to go out. He trusts his quarterback to throw for five thousand yards, but he doesn't trust him when the game's on the line. This is how a guy learns. You put him in a winning situation. And you have a chance to win a game on the road. So we'll talk with Josh about that. Again, I don't, I'm not a guy who calls for coaches' heads or any of this stuff. I do know one thing, though. I will be visiting many steam rooms with Gabe Kapler, the new manager of the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. Luigi will be helping him apply I won't be the helping him do jack. You want to know why? Because I'm, I'm not walking around on another, on another man's rod like most of these freaking people in the city are, man. A guy, look, man, he, he's a former Major League Baseball player. He's a health nut. He works out like crazy. He's yeah. 40 some years old. He looks fantastic. And people, but, don't, people are acting the thing, like they've never heard like, of this no, guy. But, but it's not just that. It's just, it's, just, it's just the swoon of people. It's just like... The guy modeled the because he has an un- he's a fitness he's guy. He's a fitness model. What do you want from the freaking guy? It's all Well, you does. don't take your shirt off and model and send pictures to women when they ask you to see your pecs? No, I usually have women live. Oh, that, well, that's good, too. <laughs> that's, that's I can assure you, uh, oh, Gabe Kapler doesn't have to look for him either. No. Are you trying to say that you've never sent a shirtless sh- photograph no. to any woman? Nobody? I have. Once. I have. Multiple times. Once. But never to entice. That's usually on Craigslist. I never, never showed the what, picture. What else never would you never do showed it for? So it's not enticing? Yeah, they just ask for it whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a... I'm more of a... Okay. We'll do it live. Yeah. That's the kind of guy. Do it live. <laughs> Damn do right. it live. What's the point? I can go write it get the, and we'll do it live. Fucking you know, thing sucks. And I love all the people now. For the last three years, he was a analytics guy for the Dodgers. The guy was a major league ball player all for the your, Detroit Tigers but, for like but 10 every, years. But every major, you know, quote unquote reporter out there, the only thing they're aware they're putting up shirtless pictures of the guy and that's all they're talking about. Like, oh, the, the ladies are going to love him. I don't give a shit if the ladies love him. Can he manage a team? Are you kidding Can me? Most women, right go to, most women go to baseball games to check out dudes. I hear Chase you. Chase Utley. I mean, you're kidding me? You don't think women check out guys? I understand what you're saying, Tom, but what I'm saying is is that... Dudes check out guys, too. They do, but what I'm saying is, though, is that I, I don't care about that. I care about, is he able to push the right buttons when it comes down to... You know, That's the what everybody cares about, first off. Not really, off. not the people in this town, because, you know, Johnny Sunshine and all them clowns over there waiting at the airport for him, they're more worried about what he was doing, you know, as far as his modeling career 10 no, they years weren't. ago. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. That's the only thing they because talk about. Because somebody found those pictures That's and the they started they talk posting about. them. No. What, what I like the fact is of, of the Kapler hiring is that... I loved him in Welcome Back, Carter, as yeah, I, I mean, mentioned who immediately. Doesn't? I mean, obviously. But he's a younger guy, and this team is young, so maybe they'll respond to a younger coach because he can, he can you know, relate to them a little bit more. Like Charlie did back in uh, 1980, 19, 2008, I mean. Exactly right, son. Charlie was a right with... what? He'll be right with you, son. Remember that? What it is is what it is. Is what it is. I can't believe you're ripping Gabe Kapler. I'm not ripping him. I'm ripping the people that... Never mind. The chicks that dig a guy who has a great body? I'm ripping even the guys who do. Well, it's hey. a joke. How is it a joke? Because it is. It is a joke. You know, Robin, is a- it a joke that a guy is a fitness model and a Major League Baseball player? No, and not has a- him being a joke. I'm talking about this, the, the, the way people are talking about it. The him reaction, a- because it's Wait, not like mean, he's so there like, so, so are these people who watch like reality shows and 
Watch the real bimbos of uh, Hollywood and New Jersey and Connecticut and L.A. Reality and TV is a disease, Tony. It is a disease. It should not be taken lightly. I agree. It's, it, it, it is a scourge on our country. It is, and I will have an update about that later Yes, as well. we will. I know someone who's addicted to it, and it's not good. They need to get all There's it. a lot of people today. It's like people addicted to social media, addicted to their phones. Go out and live your own life. And there's nothing wrong with looking at people who are in good shape. No, nothing at all. Not at all. And if somebody was a model, just uh, here's a really great example. Our first lady, she was a model, and she has a past of of. She's done a couple of nudes, but not right. like but not like a spread eagle and no, penthouse. No, no, no. They were tasteful, or play, or hustler. Listen, I went south, and but when I was twenty three, I modeled what, for American Eagle. What you were, you know, 10, I modeled 20, nude. 30, I modeled nude when I was eighteen years old for old ladies in an art class to make money. Yeah, but you did that last weekend too. So it doesn't make. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But I, what I'm saying is, that, like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you did something to earn money and that was your business 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, doesn't mean that that's who you are now. You I agree. Be I'm, 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 it's a joke, Robin. What do we get for ten dollars? Listen, like I said, everything went south for me. I did it for American Eagle, but I, would, I didn't have to take my shirt off or anything like that. Why not? I just didn't have to. You should. I should. I did. Speaking of taking shirts off, we got our friend from Houston on the line, Tony. Is Josh there? He's there, man. He's a fitness model. Well, he was in a previous life, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a fitness model. I think we modeled nude once. We did a couple of nude spreads to get promotion when we were on the air together a couple of years ago. Now he gets up early in the morning. These are things you have to do. Exactly right. God, how, how did you do that for all these years, getting up so early? I don't know. I get up at 4 in the morning now, and I'm always tired. It's an outrage, indeed. I got tired when I come in and do a uh, 1 o'clock funny. show now. All these stories. Well, one of these stories you used to tell me about how you'd go you know, ride your bike at like, you know, you'd go do five shows a day and then mm-hmm. go do best damn and then ride your bike for hours. You're like this pillar of energy. I was. And failed machismo. And I'm over here. I can't. I can't. I can't stay awake for ten minutes. Well, you've been watching too many Houston Rockets games. I think the fans in the building don't stay awake either. I, what's going on with the Rockets and nobody in the building down there, Josh? Well, yeah. You know, I mean, people are locked into the Astros right now, and uh, you know, the building's been full for that. And I was there for game three, four, and five. And let me tell a story for you, not to shift gears completely, but there's a guy named Mattress Mac who runs gallery furniture. And maybe you guys have heard of him because he housed a lot of these uh, people impacted by the floods at his furniture store. Yes, I remember. Well, yes, I saw the story about him. Yeah, and he's, he's an awesome pillar in the community, right? So last Friday, we do a big promotion during my morning show out at his location and give away my tickets and some other tickets to the World Series that weekend. Big success. A couple thousand people came out. It was a huge deal. So on Monday, I get a call from my boss, and I'm half asleep, you know, because I'm hungover still from uh, Game 5 of the World Series where I threw up in the bathtub a couple of times at like 3 in the morning. But I was, uh, I get this call from my boss, and he says, hey, Mac uh, has tickets for Game 6 to give away. He's got 40, he's got 20 pairs of tickets to give away. And I said, well, that's great, but why do you need me out there? This game's on the road. He says, that's right, hold on, let me call him. He calls me back and says, I called wrong. He's got about 40 pairs of tickets, and you're going to be on a chartered airplane with listeners, and they're going to fly you guys to game six of the World Series tomorrow morning. I said, really? So they, we gave away about 40 pairs of tickets, probably maybe three, four, five thousand 5,000 people in this guy's parking lot to win these tickets. We fill up this plane. 
We fly to Dodger Stadium, wow. right? We go to the game. You know how Dodger Stadium is. Oh, absolutely. It's a pain in the ass to get out of. So we sat there for three hours. So we do that. We go back to the runway at one th- 1.30 in the morning, L.A. time, fly back. I get here at 6.30 Houston time this morning, do my show when I get back. I mean, it's been a whirlwind, but this guy has spent probably three hundred to $400,000 on an airplane, on tickets, and he's made national news from it. And I'm just kind of on this airplane. My boss is like, do you want to go to L.A.? Sure. And I was there last night, and now I'm back here. Wow, that's unbelievable. And, and remember, this isn't a guy I – mean, how did he get all those tickets? He, he, and this isn't one of those trade deals or, you know, you have to try to get a, a, a deal from the sales department to go out and get a, an airplane to give you free tickets. I mean, he probably, he probably footed the bill for all this stuff, right? He, he paid every bit of it, and it was – let me think. The math would be – I think he has a guy – he's probably buying his tickets from somebody. But if these tickets are on average, we were in good seats too down the first base line. So I'm thinking on average they were probably twelve to fifteen hundred bucks a piece. Maybe he got a deal. I don't know, but the estimate with the airplane and everything was, you know, three to four hundred thousand dollars. And that's a guy giving back to the people. I mean, the parking lot was flooded. They were lined up all the way down the block. I mean, so the town's got the fever right now. They're into it. They love the baseball team. I love baseball. I've always loved baseball. See, when you and I work together, people said, oh, you don't like baseball. Well, no, I just don't like talking about the Phillies because they were <laughs> dreadful and there was nothing interesting about them. I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. And uh, I've gone to every playoff game here locally, went to the World Series game yesterday. I have seats of the tickets here. I love baseball, and this should be a good one tonight. Absolutely. No, this has been a great series. I was looking at the stats on this. This is, you know, we talk about game sevens. This is only the... 39th ever Game 7 in baseball history. And what's interesting to note, as Vin Scully used to say when he was doing the games, that the last three Game 7s, actually the last two Game 7s, were recent. And they were won by the road team. Because everybody's talking about home field advantage. right? You go back last year, the Cubs won Game 7 in Cleveland. And then go back to 2014, the San Francisco Giants won Game 7 in Kansas City. But before that, St. Louis... In 2011, won Game 7. And then there have only been six Game 7s in the last 20 years. So they're pretty rare. And, uh, and, and now we've had two of them in the last three years. Three of them in the last four years, actually. And, the, and what's also amazing is just how good these games have been. You know, you look at Game 5 that I was at and got hammered at. I mean, you look at that game that had just everything. And he home runs back and forth and everything. And then you had game two where it looked like the Astros were left for dead in Los Angeles. And then what's it, what ends up happening there? They come back in the eighth and ninth, and then, you know, it goes extra innings, and there's home run after home run. So it's been a great series. And these are two teams that are going to be around for a long time. Like, Houston would be crushed. The city would be down if the Astros lost. But I don't think it would be one of those things where – Okay, that was kind of a fleeting moment in time. Like when the like when the Sixers went to the finals and lost in 01. Right. You knew the Sixers had AI, so there was some hope. But it's not like that was a young roster that was loaded with studs that was going to be good for 10 years in a row. Both the Astros and the Dodgers have potential to be that. So even a loss wouldn't be – it'd be crushing. But then, you know, the next day we'd say, well, guess what? Spring training's in three months, and they're going to go back to the World Series again. So it's fun to be around a baseball team. And remember this, when we did the Hinky stuff, because the Hinky thing was big when we were together, what Hinky was trying to do is basically what the Astros did. They sold off every single asset they had, mm-hmm. lost 100 games for three years in a row. And we can question whether or not it's a genius move or not. I don't really think it takes a genius to lose a bunch of games. Right. But 
they did it. People waited through it. And now they're reaping the benefits, which is one went away from winning the World Series. No, and you're right, and it's a good uh, – except for Ken Giles. I remember here in Philly when he was in the minors and a lot of radio guys were going crazy. How do you not bring him up? He throws 100 miles an hour. And now, I, I mean, are they down on him in Houston after what's happened uh, in this postseason? I mean, they're a, they, they have a chance to win a World Series despite it, but he hasn't been sharp at all. He will not see the field tonight. If he does, it would be a disaster. He's he, he's gotten the Lidge treatment before Lidge ended up when Lidge got Pujols, and then eventually, you know, stunk, and then eventually then went to Philly. And you guys know the history of him in Philly. But he's kind of getting the Lidge treatment now, where people really start to doubt the guy when he comes in. And I, we've all doubted him all year, but nobody believes in him. But really, it's the whole bullpen. They've kind of taxed the bullpen. So tonight, what Hack could end up being is a lot of guys who are starters getting the ball like you might see three four different guys from each team that are actual starters which is a weird phenomenon it's like that these teams don't trust their bullpens at all they don't trust some of the starters they'll only let them go three innings and they'll use two or three different starters that's kind of the new way of baseball but to answer your question about Giles ain't nobody want to see Ken Giles in the game I mean that's uh I could see a Mitch Williams thing happen if he comes in I mean it could be you know touch them all Joe you'll never hit a bigger home run in your life <laughs> so uh no thank you I don't think so talking with Josh Ennis who does mornings now and Sports Talk 790 in Houston. Hello. Uh, 670 AM. So you like in the morning thing better? Than, I mean, I, you know, most people don't like to do mornings because it's a pain in the ass. But it's, it's still the best shift because, yeah, you got to get up. When you're done, you still have a whole day ahead of you. So you can take that afternoon nap and you can go out and do stuff. And you're young, so you can go out and get hammered and uh, still go back to work. Yeah, oh, I love it. Um, you know, I make jokes oh, about how I'm tired in the morning, but... I get up at 4-ish, 4.10. I walk my dog, go to work. I'm done at 10. I do another show for New Orleans since I'm from Baton Rouge. I do that from noon to 2. That's more of a pain in the ass because it's literally on a station nobody listens to. I make a joke about how I have no listeners. The station I'm on in New Orleans, we've got maybe 13 people in the cows that are listening. So, Oh, it's like uh, Luigi's podcast on Thursday night. Hey, it's my hometown. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, so we have that in common. We, we have a common bond here. <laughs> I know, but I, uh, so I do that. And then I'm, I'm usually done, though, by sometimes two, sometimes noon. And then I, really the hard part is I don't know what to do with my day after I get off the air. Like that, that's what the first time I did mornings, I had that. I'd be done at 11 o'clock and I'd just be like, all right, now what? I'd drive around. I'd go to the movies. I, that's why I'm getting fatter. I just eat. I sit around and drink beer and eat all day. So I love doing the morning show. And, the, and you, know, you know this from doing it for so long. It moves. When you do a morning show, it never feels slow. Before you know it, the show's over. Yep. And it's a blast. I never feel like it's a drag. But it's, uh, and, and we're kind of like you and Miss Robin. Jilly does the show with me. Uh, you know, she does the news and stuff. And then I got my producer who does it with me as well. So I love doing it. It's just, uh, you know, like right now with the World Series, I can't go to bed at a normal time because these games end at midnight. If they win this thing, i got to be out in the streets shooting champagne at people. So tomorrow morning could be a fun one, or it could just be the saddest day ever. You're going to have goggles on tonight? Because I, I don't like the goggle thing. And the, I, I know it's been around for a few years, but that's wimpy, man. I remember when men were men. I remember when guys could take, take it in the face. In the- take it in the face, so to speak. <laughs> I'm not talking about Liberace kind of taking Peter it in the face. I'm talking about... Goggles. Uh, <laughs> never wore goggles. Not one. <laughs> not one time did he wear goggles. Is that Osti okay. Bukaki? Yeah. Osti Bukaki. 
I mean, that is wimpy, man. I'm sorry. Can you bottle that shit? I'm sure you can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, but Josh. Here's the thing, though. Like, Josh, really quick. Just, it, though, just like, it seems wimpy, but you don't want to get champagne and beer in your eyes, though. I kind of respect it, actually, because you don't want to be blind. No, I do, actually. If, I mean, if somebody's going to shoot champagne in my eyes, it's got to be for good reason. You know what I mean? You're hoping for a happy ending. doesn't <laughs> exactly matter if you right. can see or not. Yeah, or you get your eye taken out with a cork. There's that too. I'm surprised we don't hear about more cork-related injuries in exactly. operations. Maybe that's why they're wearing the goggles. I do know somebody who got a severe black eye, like a like hemorrhaged eyeball because of a cork one time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but that, that wasn't an athlete though. That was somebody at a party. No, that was yeah, I was at a party. It was a moron who doesn't know how to open a champagne bottle. It was like a shishi party though. It was it was. <laughs> It's pretty pathetic. A he she party? Did no, you say? Oh. No, no, that was that was that Asti Bukaki again. But no, um, that's a great line. <laughs> it is that a good was line. a good line. I think they have that now in the Pennsylvania fine wine and uh, liquor store. Now, Josh, you and Jilly need to do what Tony did when he was doing the morning show. He had a personal trainer afterwards. That's when he got like exactly. in the best shape of his life. I looked life. like Gabe Kapler when I was in L.A. wearing a bikini. Yeah, the Welcome Back Cotter version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, you actually look like Gabe Kaplan. Is what exactly, like. yes. No, um, but you're right. I need to exercise. I need to exercise more because I sit around and get fat. So I'm thinking about doing boxing, like kickboxing. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. out there and do that kind of That's workout. That's But then every day I plan on doing it. Then I just eat. I just I say, you know what? This sounds like a great idea in theory. It's the execution. Exactly. Exactly. Well, do something fun, like something that like you and Jilly would jo- enjoy together. Sweat yoga. Do like sweat yoga. No, how about dancing? Ballroom dancing or something like that's that. What the ballroom dance? I'm not going to go ballroom dancing. Josh, that why, is good like exercise. Why don't you call uh, Billy Blanks up? See if he's still doing Thai bow. <laughs> sure you can get him down to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so now you we... Know, I sit you around know, and get sad. You know, my boss every day is like, you know, you should exercise. And I know I should, but I just don't. Now, when we see the L.A. games or New York games in every sport, you know, and Larry King, at least, and, and Mary Hart, they're there no matter what. They don't wait for the World Series, but then all the stars come out. I didn't really get to see a lot of the – who are the big names that were going to the Astro games for this World Series that somehow we didn't see? Uh, Josh Ennis is actually the biggest <laughs> Uh, really, there aren't any. He's like, that, that's weird, but the local celebrities, you don't see any. You know what's weird? Have you met Marlon's man yet? No, I've seen him, though, but Luigi wants to meet him, and he wants to have his baby. I'll meet I meet him outside is what I want to meet him. Yeah. Like, I can't stand this pain in the ass, man. Let me tell you. This glory. Uh, the guy's a rich guy who goes out and buys tickets. He has no business being there. Yes, None. he does. Zero. <laughs> he's got money. That's why he's there. If you do, like, when we talk with him, He's got his cell phone out, right? And it's got nothing but hot chicks in it. This guy's in his 60s. He's a lawyer. He's loaded, right? So he shows us these pictures of these chicks. And he's like, oh, this is my one girlfriend. But uh, I don't know. I might break up with her. This is my other girlfriend, my other girlfriend. And this guy's got nothing but tens. Straight up tens. Now, granted, it's because he's rich. And he knows it's because he's rich. Exactly. But he embraces that. Oh, good for you. That's awesome. He's living the dream. Exactly. Every single guy on on Earth who has money, takes advantage of it that way. And I don't mean abusing women and all the stuff going on with sexual harassment. You know, women are attracted to guys who are filthy rich, no matter what they look like. Chicks dig dudes with money, man. 
Ch- chicks dig the long ball. And dudes with money. And the juiced ball. By the way, you buy that the balls are juiced again, Josh? I buy that there's something different about them. Uh, I don't know if they're juiced. The pitchers are complaining a lot because they're giving up home runs. But either way, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, hey, I'll take a, four, a 13 to 12 classic over a one nothing game. I don't want it every day, but I can live with it. When did they take the berm out? When did they take the berm out of Minute Maid Park? Hold on. Well, he's not doing the home run uh, derby anymore. Because is it? it was a it was a disgrace. It was a disgrace, is what it was. You want to talk about an outrage? That hill was an outrage. The burn. I got something Stupid. for you that you'll appreciate. Here we go. Here's what you'll appreciate. Speaking of juiced balls, I have critically low testosterone, according to my doctor. It was one seven testosterone of an 85 year old man. No but way. Now I have juiced balls because I take the injections. Yep, true story. So I'm like baseball, to make it sportsy. I'm just like baseball. Juiced balls. By the way, did you see Jose Canseco's tweet the other night about the balls are more juiced than the ones I ever had? No. No, these balls are more juiced than mine ever were. That's what he tweeted out the other night during the World Series. (laughs) He embraces his character. Yes, he does. All right, i got to ask you about... Your friend and mine, Bill O'Brien, is he getting hammered in Houston because of the way he doesn't allow Deshaun uh, Watson, who's obviously a lock for rookie of the year in the NFL. I know Kareem Hunt's in the mix. There's some good rookies, but this guy is lighting it up. Are, are people down on him for not taking off the, 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 the handcuffs when, it's, when he's in the red zone and, and has a chance to maybe put a game away on the road in a place like Seattle? The two biggest ones were, was that one last week, and they did it against uh, the Patriots earlier in the year where uh, if they go for it on fourth and one, they would have gotten a first down. They would have ended the game. Instead, they kicked a field goal, gave the ball back to Tom Brady. He mm-hmm. marches down on a couple of plays, and it's over. Same thing happened against Seattle. I think he'd be getting crushed more if not for the fact that the Astros are playing in the World Series. Like, I'm barely even paying attention to the Texans right now because the Astros are so good and we've got the games on the station, and and that's what's kind of got the city going is what's going on with the Astros. So uh, watching that game, though, the other day, uh, I said, if they don't don't throw it here and let this guy make the play on his own, it's done. They're going to lose, and they did. It's still an unbelievable story. Well, I remember when we talked about Houston all the time, and, you know, they didn't have a franchise quarterback, and they went go back to Matt Schaub, and then the parade of guys they brought in after Matt Schaub was the answer. And, they, and then they finally, they finally have their guy. But do you believe what, what some of the writers in Houston are saying, and national writers, that Bill O'Brien may not be the right coach for Deshaun Watson's skill set? Uh, maybe, but I know this, that up until a couple of weeks ago, Bill O'Brien is on the hot seat. He's kind of on the outs with the, gen- the general manager and the owner. Then all of a sudden, they've kind of found this gold mine. Remember, they wanted to start Tom Savage, and they did start yep. Tom Savage for a half. Yep. And then they revealed that they've got this guy that's this super stud. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if Bill O'Brien were gone. But when you actually watch the games, I mean, the offense really clicks. They're, they're scoring. I think he's taken over probably in the low 30s per game. So they had a 59-point game in there, too. So I think now that he's got a quarterback, the offense looks a lot better than it's ever looked with Brian Hoyer or Brock Osweiler, who's a starter again, by the way. Yep. The Broncos, what a mess they are with yep. Brock Osweiler being back. But he's got play, he's got a quarterback, and the offense is starting to look 
like an offense. So uh, maybe uh, his days aren't numbered just yet. No, no, I'm not, I don't think he's on the hot seat as far as losing his job. I just think that, you know, the, the hypersensitive media who always likes to nitpick just what, like what happened to, to Doug Peterson here, well, you know, when Michael Lombardi said at the beginning of the year, this guy's not qualified to be an NFL head coach, and now the guy's out 7-1, and one, and every week people are ripping Michael Lombardi and saying, hey, Doug Peterson looks like he's doing a pretty good job here. Well, how good are the Eagles, too, man? I mean, 7-1, and one, but they look good doing it. You can talk about the schedule, but the defense is salty. They got guys that make plays on both sides of the ball. They're clearly going for it by adding pieces. I mean, when I was doing radio there, the only story was Chip Kelly and how bad they were. I would have killed to have a 7-1 and one football team to talk about there because there's not a lot of negative to be had about them. They're just really good. And, and Carson Wentz. watching them play. Like, I still watch them from here in Houston. And who would think in this world of politically correct stuff that we would worship a guy who was a hunter and deeply religious and white? I mean, those are the three combinations that we really shouldn't be rooting for anymore in this country. Tim Tebow just said to hold his beer. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy yeah. <laughs> Last thing, Josh, i got to ask you about Houston. You know, Robin and I were there. Luigi was there with us for the Final Four two years ago. Yep. And for Villanova's championship, we are there for the Super Bowl, and we loved Houston. It's such a great place, and, uh, and we know all the problems. How is the city? I mean, it looks like it's not completely back to normal, but as far as business as usual, people are up and running again, right? Yeah, I don't want to undermine what people went through, but it felt like, unlike New Orleans, which has been kind of the comparable disaster, New Orleans was so poor in its government and infrastructure that it took years and years and years for it to seem normal, whereas Houston, I mean, we were playing baseball that, that weekend. And, um, you know, it, it's, if this would have been, I would have thought with the World Series, the main storyline would have been, wow, this city was ravaged by this storm, and now they're rallying together. It's almost as if people have forgotten about it, because mm-hmm. Houston's done such a good job, and this is a compliment to the people here. Houston has done such a good job of rebuilding and doing it fast and not looking for a handout, not looking for help not begging for help, that people have just come together, that the city feels normal, feels right. You know, and sometimes you forget that the flood even happened here. And right down the street from my house, and you guys have been there by the George R. Brown Convention Center, yep. down the, when you go on 59, it was 15 feet of water. It looked like a river. I mean, all the way down. And now we're just a couple of months later, and it feels like nothing just ever happened. And, and I know that there's still people dealing with stuff, but people have done such a good job of rallying together that, you wouldn't know it, you know, and then baseball has been a good diversion, too. And I, I think we're doing great. This is a very resilient city that doesn't look like a, it doesn't look for a handout from anybody. And no, it's right. very admirable. And the other thing, and the other thing, Josh, that a lot of people don't realize, Houston's probably the most diverse city in America. It's got more nationalities, cultures oh, and languages than any other city in America. It's amazing. Absolutely. We are a very diverse city. I mean, you, you talked about it. I mean. Really, I'm a white guy, and in theory, I'm the majority, but in reality here, I'm the minority. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a very diverse place. Yes. Yeah. All nationalities, all colors. People help people here. Yes, they do. It's a great town. We love it. Now, I bet they have a big celebration of the Dios de los Muertos there because of all the Hispanic influence. You doing any Day of the oh, Dead well, stuff tomorrow? I mean, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, if the Astros lose, it'll really be Day of the oh, Dead, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, no, they'll still be there. You know what? Those fans will be happy. <laughs> If the Dodgers win, Josh. Well, you know what those I said? Will there be riots in Los Angeles tonight if the Dodgers win, do you think? 
Oh, I would think so. Yeah. You know what? And I, I don't want to bitch here because I know this is an upbeat, happy show. But how the hell do you expect anybody to ever get out of Dodger Stadium? And the Dodger fans are obnoxious front runners, by the way, too. After they won that game, everybody's in your face. Game seven, man. Game seven. I'm like, I know that it's a game seven. I know what's coming up. So, like, these guys wouldn't shut up. I mean, Larry King is loyal. You brought that up. So, Larry King and Mary Hart, they're as loyal as it gets. Everybody else there is a pain in the ass. It's like going to a theme park. You've got to be like Clark Griswold. You've got to park in the last spot by the entrance. You know, first ones here. Yep. Because, you know, whenever you, the day's over, you can be the first ones to leave. you got a long-ass walk, but you got to park all the way out there because otherwise you're stuck in that area for four hours. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. Dodger Stadium, and I've been to a lot. I haven't been to every single one, some of the newer ones yet. But it, when you consider how old it is, it's the third oldest stadium. I mean, after you have Wrigley and Fenway, you have Dodger Stadium, and it still looks great inside. I mean, it doesn't look like a stadium that was built in the in the sixties or fifties, does it? Well, there's usually not many people sitting there. That's no, why. It, but... it, it does. You know what it looks like? It looks like a ballpark that was built in the sixties, but I don't mean that in terms of it being poor. Right. It just looks like that era, and it's a beautiful ballpark and a beautiful setting. Mm-hmm. And when you've got uh, you know Vin Scully coming up there the other day and doing the "It's Time for Dodger Baseball." Mm-hmm. There's so much good history there that that can't be replicated by Houston. Like, if you look at Dodger Stadium and Ben Scully and the history, you know, Oral Hershiser and uh, Lasorda throw out the first pitch yesterday. Uh, it's a great ambiance, uh, certainly a great atmosphere for a ball game. It's just uh, a madhouse getting out of there, and it's a real pain in the ass when your team loses and you're stuck in this giant bus for four hours like you're leaving Universal. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with leaving Universal, except if you... Don't have enough money. I to, do like Universal. Yeah, I love Universal and Disneyland. It's true. Do the backlot tour. Exactly. Josh Ennis, ladies and gentlemen, let's give him a roaring round of applause, Luis. We'll be watching his Astros tonight, and he's legit. He's not a front runner. He didn't just jump on the Houston bandwagon. Did you, Josh? Did you just jump on the Houston bandwagon? <laughs> I did. As a matter of fact, I legitimately did. But I enjoy being here. I'm the ringleader of the bandwagon. <laughs> Because you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan right through and through. Except for right now. Except I am. Through it, that, that is my team growing up and, uh, and everything. But I've really taken to the Astros. And I'm some of the friends with – I've got friends with some of the guys on the team and some of the guys in management. So uh, not to name drop, you know, but I, I'm fairly important in Houston. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've got some buddies, and I'm, and I'm rooting for them. So I've really taken to them. They're a fun team. Yeah, they are a fun team to watch. I mean, you know, and the fact that they're in the American League is even more bizarre for us old school people who remember this would just be another National League West matchup, you know, uh, with the Dodgers and the Astros over the years. But no, Houston's a good team, and uh, and being in the American League, they took out the Yankees. It's a great young team, and you know, a lot of Philadelphia connection between the Astros and the Phillies with management people who have been in both places, and and they did it right. I mean, I you know, I hated the tanking in Philly because so many people were on that bandwagon. And now the Sixers have a couple of players at least. Uh, but baseball, you can do it, and you need more players in baseball. That's what makes it harder. And the, and the Astros have done it quickly, considering how many pieces they needed to replace. Well, when they went out and got Correa, Springer, and Altuve, just like that, bang, 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 it makes it a little bit easier. To no doubt about it. No doubt about that. <laughs> hey, Josh, good to talk to you, man. Have fun the down there. The really look at is Bregman. Look at Bregman. Yes. Bregman may win the MVP of the series. The kid from LSU got yep. a great glove. Yep. Uh, he's nasty at third base, man. He's only 23, so, uh, but he's, he's good. Yeah. He's got to grow a beard, though, like, uh, like the kid in, in L.A., the kid in L.A. 
Turner? Yeah, like Jess, uh, like Justin Turner. He looks like a poor man's Viking. Is what he looks like. He looks like. like he's on Game of Thrones. Isn't there a dude on Game of Thrones that looks just like him? Yes, the the dude that does the same that does the um oh what commercials? Oh the does he uh, does the it? uh, it's the redheaded the, dude with a beard. He does those travel commercials with the stupid little uh, gnome. Some of the yeah. Capital One, like what's in your wallet? No, 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 no the no. gnome guy, the traveling Expedia. gnome. Expedia. Expedia. The travel. Are gnome? you a Game of Thrones guy, Josh? I have never watched one second of Game Let of me give you a roaring round of applause for that. I'm in the same boat. Though. It's the head of the wildlings. The red-headed wildling dude, Chief. I haven't done wilding in a while. I have to go out this weekend maybe and try it before it gets cold. <laughs> but he looks exactly like him. It's funny. Josh Ennis, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, good talking with you guys. I'll see you soon. There he is, Josh Ennis, ladies and gentlemen, breaking it down from Houston town. Hello. And we had we had we had a couple we had a bunch of callers on. Some of them have jumped off. Some of them still are on. Uh, but we went a little bit long with Josh there, right? No, we didn't. So. We we have no time constraints. I here. understand. We went a little bit longer. That's what I'm saying. So people hang so, in there or call what, back. How do you know we went a little bit long? If there's no, well, this well, isn't like baseball. We don't have a clock on the show. Never mind, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I like how Lu- Luigi takes us. You know, we were supposed to be out of that interview at like. 7.50. No, I was not. And, and we went all the way to 8 o'clock. No, I was not. Now what the hell are we going to do? No, I just look at the, It's the old call screener. I mean, man, look at these guys holding. I feel you're bad. Like, you're like a program director at a radio That's station. That's right. Oh, we got two That's guys right. on the hold. Right. More, Tony, get back to the Eagles. Get back get to the back Eagles to the right Eagles. now. Get back to the Eagles right now. Damn Dickless, it. man. <laughs> Let's go to the phones, though. Let's, Let's go, go to the phones. Let's go to Let's go to the phone. Before well, we go to break, let's take a we, phone call. We need to find out if uh, whoever's going to be on the phone call next, if they are local and if they want to be entered. Well, yeah, have we determined both? the yes. rules for giving out the tickets to the... Uh, Robin's got uh, Dios de Muerte's uh, yes. trivia? trivia? Oh, that's right. So uh, there's a 215 area code, so they got to be... Local, yeah. There's two local. people from the Philly area. And obviously, if you're out of town, we're not flying you in to King of Prussia. <laughs> no. No, In fact, driving to King of Prussia is hard enough from down Exactly, here. exactly. So no call screener again. 215-280. You're on the line. 215-280. Hello. That's Jim. Is that Jim from Cheltenham? I know it. Hello? No, it's, no, not. it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I heard, I heard the Hello? Thing. Hello? Who's this? Hey, it's Larry from Port Richmond. Oh, Larry. Let me Larry. give him a roaring round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> And how's everybody doing? Let me check. You okay, everybody? Everybody's great, Larry. Beautiful, man. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going to do a non-political announcement, a non-paid political announcement. You have a non-paid? next week, but this is bigger than... What? No, this, so... so are you, well, in, Hello? Is, is there an election in Pennsylvania uh, that we should care about? Bigger than the city. Yes. <laughs> he said hello. No, don't even care about. Bigger than the city, bigger than the county, bigger than the nation. This... This is what you and your Bureau Nation need to do. They must get on the phone once a day, every day, and mm-hmm. vote for the Moody Blues to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There you go. There's a, that's okay. what we can all yeah, get behind. What... Moody Blues, Luigi, you're a big fan? I mean, it's, like it's, the Moody Blues. Now, you can actually vote. Now, fans can vote in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Larry? Yeah, you go on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame site and use your email and vote once a day, every day. To December fifteenth. Who's wow. the who are the other uh, so the candidates? They're in second place now. Behind who? who are the other ones. They got Bon Jovi's leading. Mm-hmm. 
Got to get that bon bomb Jovi, out of there. Dire Straits, Judas Priest, and like, a couple other. Uh, Judas you know, Priest, like, not there are bad. 150 no, of them. Yeah, I, I mean, Judas there's a Priest. whole bunch. Of, but that's not just a so, top. The top group doesn't get or, or performer doesn't get in. They get they they get a bunch of people in. It's not like the Baseball Hall of Fame where they don't want anybody in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well. Yeah, but they they got to get in. I mean, you know, like I said, they've been out. They're one my favorite band. They still are, despite all the heavy metal stuff and all. But they're still. Still my favorite band. I'm a nice and white satin kind they're of guy. They're the Jack day. Morris of, of bands is what they are. Yes, John. indeed. I mean, who hasn't gotten down to yeah. nights in white satin? I hate you. You know what I mean? Even though it burns when you're in satin. Yeah. I, I don't get the satin sheet thing. I never got. Because the first time I went in satin sheets, I was getting like yeah. burns everywhere. My knees were burning. My elbows were burning. My ass was burning. Yeah. Everything was burning. Try it on a rug. Yeah, the rugs are even worse. Yeah. Well, I think nights in... Especially yeah, if you have indoor outdoor carpeting, you know. Knees. Say you have a row home like I used, to, and you have the indoor outdoor carpeting in the basement. Did you ever try to screw around on indoor outdoor carpeting? See, top of my yeah. feet, they're raw, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're raw. <laughs> they're raw. You know it's what's like, the worst? It's about like it. playing on the vets or the astroturf at the vet yeah, exactly, back in the day. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Now, play on astroturf. And, that's why I call my living room the vet. <laughs> Now, Tony, you you and I are old enough. To, Luigi probably doesn't remember, but there was a Real there was a right phase here. when everybody had water beds, or that was like the oh, cool yeah. thing stupidest to do. thing ever. Yeah, try a water bed with satin sheets. No. You just you're sliding and slip sliding all over the place. Yeah, it's not fun. Although, if you get a good rhythm going, you can like. It's not the motion of the ocean. It's the uh, whatever was that line. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm voting for the Moody Blues. I'm not voting for Bon yeah, Jovi. Big, I don't think Bon Jovi is a rock and roll hall of well, fame. He's living on a prayer as it is. Yes, so, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's all right, but he's, he's all right for a Jersey guy. Yeah, though. pretty much everybody our age is. You're damn right. I'm glad you didn't yeah, make it well, about the New Jersey gubernatorial uh, election. We, we feared it was going to go there. Yeah. Didn't we don't. Oh, God. Smut, smut. This guy's no good. That guy's no good. My guy's good. Nobody's and good. this guy to raise your taxes. My guy's didn't raise your taxes. They kiss my, you know. As, you we once, as somebody once said about Who's kissing your take ass. Less? Exactly. They're all crooks. They're all no good, dirty, rotten bastards and scoundrels. If you want to clean it up. Now, Larry, I'm going to extend an offer to you because I know that you probably, like, we, we would normally offer you um, to enter into this tequila dinner drink, but I know that you have been uh, doing really, really well in uh, your sobriety. So instead of having you yeah. offer offering to enter into the uh, tequila dinner contest, how about if we just extend an invitation for you to come down to the uh, Michael and David Winery cellar and come here personally as our invitation to come see a show oh that'd be great yeah you can That's sit in the cellar with us sit down here okay i just want to make sure because i have other things i have to do during the week this is I a know. wednesday well, night though you know, look, he's like, look i love to get down i got yeah. a thing a tiny little thing happening what, what do you busy. have more important on a wednesday night Larry? nothing i have i have uh, other Commitments I had to do Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Okay. Well, see, there you go. Wednesday's so, my, my free night. That's, that's why perfect. I had to ask. No, so Wednesday we, night's when we do it. So we are so proud rehab. of you for um, you know getting sober and getting healthy. And so we are going to invite you, instead of doing the, uh, the contest, because I know there's a lot of other people calling in for that. And if that's okay with you, then we hope... Yeah, we're I can gonna, anyway. Yes. So we hope we'll see you here soon. Yeah, that's why. No, yeah. Okay. Beautiful. 
That'd be great. You got to give me the address and all because I don't know. You know, I'm still in a fog. No, we just I expect will... you to appear. Like. No worries. <laughs> I will make sure you get that information and hopefully we'll see you here in one of the Wednesdays coming up soon. All right, Larry. That's great. Thank and vote you. for the Moody Blues. Very much. Don't vote for Judas Priest. Once a day, every day. Exactly. Tell real nation. They got, they got to come through for this. We got to come through with the Moody Blues. We may play a block of the Moody Blues. Uh, yes. You know what else is a great song? In Your Wildest Dreams, another great <laughs> Moody Blues mo- song. I got to see the yes. Moody Blues in Kansas that's in concert. That's a two-part record. I'm sorry. I can't play anything. Come back from break now. That's, a, two, that's a story. I, Robin came up with this thing. Robin's I got to play it now. And I know you're at... Did I interrupt again? Sorry. No, Larry, you just keep talking. Luigi's bitching and moaning well, about. I'm the not show. bitching and moaning about okay. anything. He's I'm, pulling his Jaleel Okafor now. I'm saying I can't us. play. I can't play anything by the Moody Blues when we come back from break. As Robin yes, made I will. The no, play. we will play the Moody Blues coming back. Okay, that's not a song. That's a. Okay, it's I know in your is. wildest dreams, and I know you're out there somewhere. Or, yes, or, or, there's a story about that. That they're connected. Those two songs. I know. I know my Moody Blues. Of those. Oh, you know. Cool. Okay. I'm old school like you well, are. I get off and let somebody... Exactly right. Yes, but I'm older. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, Larry. Ladies, gentlemen, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I know other people want to hear, want to get on to talk. So you have a good night, and uh, you too, I'll Larry. see you when I see you. All right, we'll see you I soon. See you, It'll be very okay. soon. Okay, thank you. There he is, the All great right. Larry. Moody Blues fan. What's your favorite Huge Moody Blues, Moody Blues fan. Are you a Moody Blues fan? I yeah. love the Moody Blues. I hate to do it to You're you. You're going to do nothing to me. I have boy. to do this Why? to you, man. Why? Because I don't, I don't have to like everything you like, Tony. It's not about yes, what I like. You, and you do. Like. It's about liking Look, greatness. Look, they're going to the Hall of Fame. Hopefully. Great. I'll go. I'll toss a vote out there for Larry for his group to get in there. I got no It's not his no, group. It's America. That's who he loves. He says, Even though they're not Americans. Game. See? Bon Jovi's not American. They're from Jersey. Build a damn wall. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, do, build a damn wall against New Jersey. That'd be fine by me. I, I'm good with it. We get enough bridges to keep those schifosos out of here. I hate, especially Joe Corrado, who never comes to the show anymore. You can stop well, by, uh, stop by Moonshine. I'll be there tomorrow night. I'm not going to Moonshine now. I'm boycotting. You should. One of the best concert I ever saw was um, Moody, Blues? Moody Blues and Kansas together. It's like all we are is dust in the it's wind. Awesome. Uh, I think my best was uh, was the Almonds. The Almond Brothers opened up for uh, for Tom Petty. Oh, that would be good too. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That I don't soft. think there's any Almond Brothers still left now, right? They went like no, one they all by they, one. they both passed. I also saw White Snake. You would and the you Scorps, would see White Snake. the Scorpions, and then somebody else opened for them, and I can't remember what it was. But that was an awesome concert too. I bet it was. Leather, <laughs> did, did you go Jean Jacket? Um, I went black leather pants. Of course you well, did. I always go black leather pants when there's no other options. Now, what other option is there, Tony? What other option is there? Do we have any other phone calls we, waiting, I, or should we hold them until we come no, back? No, we're, we're every, everyone jumped off, so they got to jump back. All right, let okay. me give the number out. When we come back from our little brief break here at the top of the hour for hour number two of and this, this extravagance. this is only so that you can go out and get a quick snack and a potty break and mm-hmm. come back. Exactly. Refill your drink. 717-363-TONY. It's halftime. Sixers up one on Atlanta after being a big time. One-point game. Hawks creeping back up. You can't stop Marco Bellarelli <laughs> and the greatness that is. I think it's Dennis Schroeder doing most of the work. Uh, it's okay. a guy with the weird hair. He's got, yeah. like, instead of a white spot, he's got, like, a blonde spot yeah. in his hair. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. He is good. And I hope that uh, when we come back, we are going to give away the uh, 
Dinner for two to the Cantina Laredo tequila dinner hosted by Espelon Tequila. It's going to be packed, too. It's going to be a full and house so tonight. I'm hoping that everybody is boning up Beautiful. on their Dios de las Muertas knowledge. Hi-yo! Boning. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. That's fun to say. Boning. <laughs> yeah. Boning. We're coming back. Stick around. It's the Tony Bruno Show Live Podcast. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Now. Always outraged. That's an outrage. Here is Tony Bruno. I lost my earpiece. It's not the only piece I lost. <laughs> you find it? Yeah. You got sitting it. on my couldn't find it because it was on my shoulder. And you didn't even get up to go anywhere. I know, I, I didn't like... pee or anything. I just been ripping Luigi for the break. It's becoming more and more. It's a tradition unlike any. It other. is a tradition. Sort of like the 76ers front office. And they want, to get, they want to start saving money to try to bring in free agents after the way they treat players and the way they handle things. It's a joke. Uh, you know, I, listen, I root for the Sixers because they're my team, and I don't care who the players are. I always root for the team. But the 76ers are the biggest embarrassment in sports because if they want to start adding big-name free agents to win a championship, what free agent is going to want to come here when, when they do what they did to Jaleel Okafor? Now, listen, Okafor's not a great player. They made a mistake. Just like the Lakers did with D'Angelo Russell. Just like teams do every year. The 2015 draft was a joke. Carl Anthony Towns was a guy who turned out to be the best player because they were debating whether Jaleel Okafor was going to be the first pick, the second pick, or the third pick. Many teams, I went back and looked at all the hype pre-draft in 2015, the last two days. And a lot of people were saying, Jaleel Okafor should be the number one pick. Minnesota, will they go for him? And then they finally did. And then the Lakers went after D'Angelo Russell, and so what happened? So then the Sixers and the fan base thought, look, Jaleel Okafor fell into our laps at number three. Wow. That's great. We tanked and we got the best, probably the best player in the draft who fell into our laps. And then what happened? Something went terribly, terribly wrong. (laughs) Then they made him play last year when he was hurt. And now this year that he's healthy and he spent the entire offseason going out and working his ass off to try to get better, they rot him on the bench, and now he wants to be traded because he wants he's 21, he wants a career. He wants to play. He deserves a right. Now, I know he's under contract, but they're not going to release him and buy him out because they don't want some other team like the Celtics or anybody else grabbing him and having him play and make the Sixers look bad. That's right. why. Well, eventually it's going to happen because he's going to leave. He's not going to be here. He was drafted. He was drafted because again we we're talking about the big. We drafted three big men in a row. So he was drafted as basically the insurance to Embiid. And then what happens is he gets on the floor and he's healthy and he can play offensively, no problem. Problem is like minus like thirty something on his plus minus. He can't play a lick of defense, which is kind of rare because coming from Shashevsky, these guys can know how to play defense. Exactly. The point is, 
All of these people who are enamored and salivate and masturbate when it's NBA draft time, that every one of these players is going to be the next great guy. And the 76ers, it's been in particular, have been embarrassing. In, I know they got him beat. He fell under their laps. And if he stays healthy, he's going to be great. Ben Simmons is great. Yeah, he is. But these other guys, now Foles could be the third consecutive top pick, lottery pick in the top three that is medically messed up. Now, again, I'm not. It's, is it bad luck? Yeah. It's bad luck. Yeah. But it's bad also luck. bad management, too. Because they get sucked in just like the stupid fans do when they hear, oh, the Celtics want faults. The Celtics want Markel faults. He must be the best player in the draft. He has to be. So what do they do? They get sucked in. They take faults. And again, I don't know whether faults is going to be good or bad, and I hope he's good. Because if he's not, then you wasted a number one overall pick. You wasted all the masturbation, all the stimulation, all the man Nambla meet, meetings that these guys have. Nambla. Uh, maybe they're not quite that bad. That's, no, that's, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not it's close. There. It's close. But anyway, and the Sixers go after who? I mean, who do the Celtics take in the draft? Tatum. And who's Jason playing Tatum. better right now? Well, Tatum, big time. No. But he just didn't fit with what they were doing. I mean, he's, he plays if a If he didn't position. fit what they were doing, why did they take him with the first pick? No, no, no. No, Tatum didn't. No, no. Tatum didn't fit with the, for the Sixers. The Sixers needed the guard, Tony. They needed a guard. They needed a guard to play off the ball with Simmons running, basically running the point guard position. And they want Markel Fultz to grow into that. The problem is they took a guy who still needs to develop a jump shot a little bit. The thing with Fultz is he can get anywhere on the court. He's fantastic, Tony. He really is. But I'm not saying the guy's a stiff. No, I'm saying I, I actually I'm I'm on board with thinking we maybe we made a mistake here, because like I said, a 19 year old kid already getting cortisone but shots. But this in is the analytics. Shoulder. These are analytic experts. They know what this kid did in the Pac-12. Because how many nights do you? I mean, everybody stays up at midnight and watches Washington, Washington. games against Arizona State while we're sitting at home in bed, desperate, dateless, and horny. <laughs> Let's put hey, on listen, a Pac-12 game at night, at of, midnight, and some, watch. Some of us got the tail end of a parlay to, to, to That's the sure. only reason well, people I'm would watch. Saying, you know, listen, UC Irvine's going off late night. What do you want me to do? Well, the anteaters, I'd watch. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> watching, uh, I'm not <laughs> watching a Husky basketball That's at frickin' midnight. It's a phenomenal pull by you. I didn't know, I didn't know you had the anteaters in your arsenal, bud. Bullshit. I lived on the West Coast for 11 years. I know my I'm West Coast just making sure, basketball, bud. ball. That's a good job out of you, Tony. Ridiculous, man. I'm giving you credit. You're giving me crap. What's the problem here, man? I've been to UC Irvine. Have you been there? No, I haven't been to UC Irvine. I haven't been any any far west is uh what's the furthest? Houston. Hello. Oh, actually, I've been to Vegas. I've just never been to Cali. I've been to Vegas. Vegas is like a stone's throw from LA. Exactly. Well, it's now. Meanwhile, <laughs> let's get back to the phones. We're gonna give away a two pair of tickets for tomorrow night's big tequila dinner at Cantina Laredo. Now, this is open to both online and and call-ins, because I know that not everybody can call in. So how do the online people, so is it Twitter? Without cheating. So right. what I'm... It's not going to be something you can Google. Right. Well, it probably will be. So it this is be. what's going to happen. If you call in, you have, uh, you are the first person that gets to answer this question. Okay. It's a question related to D Dios de las muertes. Correct. If you, if that person gets it incorrect, then it immediately gets opened up to online for those of you who oh. are in the Philadelphia area. Yeah, but can't those people just go online and just look up the answer real quick anyway? But it's the first person. It's the first person who gets the answer correct. And, so, you know, 
that's the way it works because we have to be able because not everybody. If it weren't for Google, it. people wouldn't know what their own name is anymore. Correct. They wouldn't know who their relatives are if it wasn't for Facebook. The only would time anybody know who their relatives, cousins, aunts, uncles, and sister-in-laws were? The whole world it, gone crazy. Exactly. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? There's got to be something. The only it's time that you are not allowed to Google is if you are doing stinging, stinging, Sting. singing with the Stunads. Correct. So those of you out there who are planning on being at the Christmas Eve Eve show, you better start practicing your hokey karaoke because we will about? have more singing with the Stunads Damn on right. Christmas Eve Eve. I wonder if we can rope Harry into being there too. He'll be there. We might have to pick him up though if he still can't drive with his broken leg. We'll pick him up. I'm like Enterprise. I'll, I'll pick you pick up. Them up. So. Meanwhile, let me give out the phone number. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669 is the number. And people are asking, why do you have a 717 number? I thought you were in Philly. doesn't matter anymore. That's, that's a Harrisburg exchange. That's a Western Pennsylvania. Exactly. Don't worry about it. We're not in Harrisburg. I got to choose numbers. There was like, I could choose all over the United States. And why did you choose 717? Well, it was, it, was a, it was easy on the tongue. 717-363-TONY. That was easy on the tongue? Yes. You know what else is easy on the tongue? I like things that are easy on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> <You know what? laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> Come on, Luigi. What's the matter with you, I'm man? Two chicks at the same time, I'm, man. I'm hitting it, man. What do you want me to do with it? How is that easy? That's kind of difficult, actually. No, it's not. It's enjoyable, not but when you're, it's not, not easy. Not when you're... Uh, what do you call it? A what do they have in fantasy? That uh, that hybrid player. Hybrid. The hybrid. Isn't the there flex, a hybrid? When you're the flex. flex. When you're, you're, flex. Flex. you're the flex position. I'm a flex. I'm like James Casey, the former Eagles tight end. As one of those hybrid flex players. The up back. I'm the up back. Up back. And no, the back. No. Smith type. No, no, and the no, no, and no. the back and the back back too. I'm the way up back and the back back and the way back. back. And no. baby back, baby back, and baby holla back. back. <laughs> let's let's break wait, wait, it. Where's my Moody Blues song? I have it ready for you. Whenever you Tony, want we got to break it down for a second. That is not correct. You are you are not correct in that assumption. In what assumption? You would be like the double back, exactly. but not the bar back, of course. No, not the. Bar I would back. be the flex. That's why you would be the flex. <laughs> This is this is the worst. Never read. You chose like the slowest song. Fifty-three million views. I fake. Fifty-three million people had to deal with. And this. Luigi is one and not one of the fifty-three million people who think the Moody Blues this are great. This is not one of. I don't think this is one of their best songs. I want to hear in my wildest dreams. Right. Give me a little in my wildest dreams, Joe. With his eyes. And if you have a special while, Moody Blues request tonight. I think we should go. We well, we have two two one five um, area codes. Holding now, are there tickets left that people want to pay and join us tomorrow yes. night? I mean, it's almost sold out now. I, the last time I checked, there might be like four seats left. How so many? Want, oh. Yes, so if you but it but it is by tomorrow, it'll be overflowing. And they did say that if necessary, they will bring out another table. Wow. If there are people that are insisting that they want to come and they want to be at the Tony Bruno table, they will add. You know, they they will make our table bigger. Beautiful. So if you want to come and they say they're sold out, Brian Harmon assured me. Brian Harmon assured me that they would make room for you guys. Of course. So um, you have the information, Tony I, I Bruno. I have the information sheet. Did you give it to me, Robin? I did. I, I very much did. I don't have. I do not I have that one. You know which one I have? I have this one. Tony, the one, I don't, I don't have the yeah, sheet. There it is. It's right there in front oh, of your face. I thought this face. was the, this, this, your, your uh, Florida update. No. <laughs> I see a bunch of barrels. No, that's the Espelon Tequila label. 
Let me read this as a radio announcer would. Break it down. Join us Thursday, November 2nd for an exclusive tequila dinner featuring Espalon tequila. Cocktail service begins at 7 p.m. Four-course dinner served at 7.30. Each course... I don't want to talk... There you go. I I didn't want to step on the beginning of the Moody Blues. you got to talk it up. Each course of the four-course dinner will be paired with a tequila cocktail prepared by Espelon. Aye, Bobby. Where do you hear this? I mean, people who've been there, they know. Everybody that comes with us or goes says, you were right about this, Tony. $59.99 per person. You were right about that, boss. <laughs> the tequila alone, just the cocktails. If you were to walk into any good bar and have a good tequila cocktail, plus you'll get the sample, in addition to the prepared cocktails, the different Espelon tequilas. And Brian texted me, said that the um, drinks that they've come up with, the mixed drinks with the Espelon tequila that they've come up with to pair this time are probably the best they've ever and had. And they were phenomenal last time. So it's, good, it's a shame that Luigi missed it. Here's another good No, thing. it's funny. Now, Rob, they, they make fun of this, but they actually do enjoy my company for people that are listening. No, really, of course they do enjoy my company, okay? <laughs> I used to, actually. You do, I, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm kidding. So you want a reservation. And here's, the, here's another good. If you've never driv- uh, gone with Lyft, you could get up to $50, a $50 Lyft ride credit and $10 off your tequila dinner. They're still doing this? This permission yeah. is still valid? That's cool. It's only if you've never gone with Lyft before. So as a first-time Lyft user. So you don't want to drive out to King of Prussia? Which is who probably does, a good idea. Us? What you do is you download the Lyft app, and then you enter the code Cantina Lyft. So C-A-N-T-I-N-A-L-Y-F-T. Get your first ride free. So you get a lift ride to King of Prussia free, and you get $10 off the tequila dinner, so then it's $59.99. Wow, 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 wow. I'm telling you, the That's tequila incredible. alone is worth probably $75. And then then we, the meal is incredible. I've never been able to it actually... It is a meal on top of it. I've never been able to finish everything. I, I always bring stuff home. It's way too much food no, for just, me. Just the, the, the drinks alone. The drinks alone are... Exactly. Far, far more than the cost of the And dinner. these are great drinks, and this, these are really, really excellent tequilas that they serve. Don't forget, the, the atmosphere is fantastic, too. You learn about the tequilas. Yeah. Brian comes you out. You know what? I, I'm actually kind of thinking that we should just do a lift tomorrow ourselves so that you can you don't you don't have to worry about driving home. And going uh, apoplectic on the Schuylkill Expressway? Yes. While they're paving it at midnight, and I'm, dri- I'm trying to drive, and I well, see one know, lane. Well, you know, I mean, when you're drinking, when you, when you have that much tequila available but I don't to get, you. But I don't allow myself to get, I've never left a tequila dinner. No, you dinner haven't. In any, but you could. any way, shape, or form, impaired. Well, I don't know. Because we went to the, when we went to the, um, was it the Avion dinner? Avion. Avion. I believe it was the Avion. No. I was not impaired. No, it was the Chamuchos. We went to Chamuchos. Chamuchos. Tony, Tony came, uh, Brian came back out, and uh, yes. and we were having a few beers, and you were pretty, you were we pretty were, loose that We were, but night. that's how come we stayed a little bit longer. Oh, okay. We were having I <laughs> stayed over in King of Prussia. I actually slept in King of yes. I went, I went across the street and got a hotel. You did? Yeah, man. I was going to drive home. Because You're lightweight, we, man. We stayed a little bit longer. You can't hang with the big doll here. Yeah, because I we, just slept in the mall, man. We do not drink and drive, period. And too. so <laughs> that was one of those nights where we stayed like an extra hour and a half just to sober up. Yeah, so exactly. taking a lift is not a bad idea. I agree. One way or another. So how do you want how do you call for reservations? 610-992-5701. 610-992-5701 to get your reservation. It will be a sellout. It will be. And um 
all of that information is available already on Tony's Twitter, Facebook, etc. pages. And just go on there, get that, uh, and call in. Seriously, you will not be sorry. Exactly right. Well, Luigi will. Well, what? What do you mean? No, no, he's doing the fucking fantasy tomorrow. Well, he's I'm going to stop by. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to stop by this weekend and go hang out for a little bit. No, you're not allowed to. Why? Because this is part of the deal. You don't get You're not my dad. <laughs> Close enough. You know what you should have done? You should have done your freaking show from Cantina Loretta. Exactly. Oh, I got to talk to Brian, man. NBA season's right around the corner. What the hell? Why don't you just call him tomorrow and see if you can switch just to go up there for one night? It's a lot of haul. You want me to do my show from Cantina Laredo and then go to dinner? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Espelon. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. Espelon right. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. We do have callers. Let's go to the phones. We got a lot to get to. I know we do. I know. We got a lot of fun. S- we got Frankenstein. We got a lot do of Do you recognize to get to. any of those numbers? Do I recognize any of these numbers? Yes. Uh, no. Okay, well, let's go to one of them. Well, the one I do recognize, I believe that was, that was Larry. He was just on the phone with us earlier. No, that's not the same number. Well, no, sometimes Larry does. He, he does call in just so he can listen. But I'm going to go to the bottom number. All right, let's go to the other line. All right. So uh, it's 2-1. Whoa, why is that still playing? Hang on one second. You didn't stop. Well, at the Moody Blues. It is the 215 ending in uh, 1840. Hello. Correct. Hello. Who's there? Hello. Hello. Who's this? Hey, Tone, how you doing? It's Raymond. How you doing? Hey, Raymond, how are you, man? Good, not too bad. How's it going? Let me check. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Good. Good to talk to you. What's up, Luigi? How are you? What's up, Raymond? How are you, pal? How come you didn't come by for Halloween trick-or-treating last night, man? Could have used some more of his, uh, of his grandpop's wine, or was it your uncle's wine, his, the, the, the homemade stuff? No, my father's. Your father's wine. Yeah, father's not father's your. Fa- it's not your well, father's New- grad. It's not your father's uh, my, uh, root beer, but it is his father's wine. It's solid. It was a solid wine. Man. Absolutely. All right. Is that your wife yelling <laughs> yeah, at you now? Stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it, my it, father. We still talk about it. Is we your were wife? in New Jersey last night uh, at my sister's house, giving out candy and trick or treating. Beautiful man. Is that your wife yelling at you again in the background, Raymond? That that was my wife yelling at me in the background. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm listening to you on my phone, and I'm talking to you on her phone. Ah. Oh. Did Did you hear the Spanish going? Yes. Is she? Now, yell- is now she- you can attest. You know the Latin women, they're uh, they're fiery. Raymond, you can attest to how fantastic the tequila dinners are because you you were one of the winners. Yes, I was one of the winners. We had such a great time, me and my wife, just enjoying the great food and the great tequila with you and uh, Tony and Luigi. I, it was a, a, the night of my life. I'm telling you, I had a, such a good time. I, it's like I didn't want the night to end. I didn't want it to end either. It didn't end for me. It, did, it ended for Luigi, unfortunately. <laughs> and it good too, brother. But it didn't end for me. You went home. <laughs> I didn't remember that, all right? What's wrong going home? Nothing. Holmes. <laughs> that was the night I think you found a possum in front of your house. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That was hysterically funny. And then we, we cooked him up for the next night and, and, and marinated him in some tequila. It's good eats. It is good eats. Yeah. It's not Alton Brown, but it's good eats. <laughs> Threw him in the gravy. Threw, Threw him in the, the gravy, gravy, a little crab sauce in there. Yeah, a little crab gravy. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> 
Now, Raymond, I I am very sorry that you are not eligible to win another because you won within the, this last year. No. I well, those are the rules, That's man. A, no tone, yo tone. Now all of a sudden we're gonna have rules. Miss well, Robin. But you can still come because the tickets are really reasonable. So hopefully you will still see you there, if not tomorrow, some other time. Now his uh, wife's really going to be yeah, pissed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, should have got his wife to call. I would have been a little tipsy too when we were leaving. And, Is she tipsy? and by the way, Raymond. So, so anybody that does want to uh, that does call because of the Tony Bruno show, when you call, make sure that you say that you want to sit at the Tony Bruno table. Exactly. So that they will all seat us together. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll uh, we'll, I'll talk to the wife and we'll uh, we'll make reservations. Beautiful, Beautiful. man. Beautiful. Who do you like in Game Seven of the World Series, Raymond? All right. Um, I, I like the Astros. I would, I would like to see them win. I mean, such a bad team for such a long time, and now, you know, they're one of the top league, you know, top teams in the league. I would love. It would be a great story, you know, even with all the bad things that happened in Houston and. Yeah, and I'm not anti-Dodgers. I mean, I lived in L.A. 11 years. I went to a lot of Dodger games. I was, I was there, you know, when the Phillies were playing them in 08 and 09. So I got to see. Dodger Stadium a lot. It was a lot of fun out there. So I, I don't root against the Dodgers, and I don't root against or for the Astros. But you know what? I just want a good game, and that's this World Series has been phenomenal. That's the only reason I'm watching, Tony. Is not, I have no skin in the game whatsoever. I have no no ties to Houston. Nor, you don't run on a fantasy no, World Series fantasy league? No, zero, nor L.A., but every game you've watched has been epic. So, I mean, that's what it is. It's an entertaining series. I mean, Absolutely. And the ratings have shown it. I mean, it's been Phenomenal, and rightfully ratings. so, man. They've been great. I know a lot of people thought it would be if the Yankees and Dodgers it would have been off the chain. Maybe the series wouldn't have been as compelling if it was the Yankees and the Dodgers. No, you had the young stud and Aaron Judge coming up, but I mean, but this has been great though because Houston and Verlander and them guys that they've been going out there and it's it's been it's so funny. It's it's it'll be like three nothing or like four three. And next thing you know, two swings at a bat, boom, game is blown yeah. wide open. It's been so much drama. And that's what, game two, game five. They've been they were incredible. Exactly. I have um, actually another one of the winners, Joseph Blair, who is a police officer. That yes, we, he was with us the he last was time. The last time, the September tequila dinner prize at the Cantina Laredo, and he. I think said, he took his sister-in-law with him, and we gave us. He gave us the police uh, was hats. Was it his sister-in-law or his sister? Because it's, no, I think it's his sister-in-law. Well, anyway, because he wanted to take his son, and his son wasn't available. But um, hopefully, he said Joseph said that uh, he would have signed up for this one, but he's um, going to the Temple Navy game tomorrow night. So he's is that tomorrow gonna, night? Yes, I thought it was Friday night. No. Are you sure? But he said that it was absolutely amazing. Great night. Great host. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, he wished he. Have, would be able to be in two places at once. I thought Temple Navy was... I don't think it could be Saturday night. You know why? Well, I thought it was Saturday night. Because... Well, the, well, the Eagles play home Sunday. The Eagles Sunday. play home Sunday in a 1 o'clock game. I know. And that's a, that's a night game, Temple and Navy, at the same stadium in Lincoln Financial Field. So they got to give them more... They can convert the field and take off the hash marks and make it a pro game from a, from a college game. But not that quickly. Because that field, you know, playing in the next less than... 24 hours, like 20 hours later. It's got to be NFL ready. Yeah, exactly. We have to actually thank Joe for, um, he gave us these awesome police hats. Yeah, yeah, the police, Philadelphia Police and Department And when we hats. went to Washington, D.C., we wore those all over D.C. Yes, we did. It is, so it's the Thursday night. 
American Conference, ACC, the AAC, American Athletic Conference, Thursday night football. What? Yeah, so it's no, it's at Lincoln Financial Field. So that's why that's he's right. I thought it was Saturday night. Now I'm thinking, why would they play Saturday night if the Eagles play the next day? That doesn't make any sense. No. No. Anyway, Ray, we thank you so much for calling in again, and I think that there's a little bit of a delay. That's how come it's kind of awkward talking back and forth. I don't know if it's because of the two different phones or what, but um, we hope to see you tomorrow. Yes, I'll talk to the wife. Thank you. Thanks for having me on again. No, no Bye, problem, Ray. Ray. Thank you for checking in Bye, and listening, buddy. man. We appreciate the support. we got to do a Florida update before we go to the next phone line. we got to go to the story. Next phone number calls in. You want the biggest lock ever? Ray's wife <laughs> switching it up, I guarantee. I now, I may make a special exception if she calls in. Now, we do have, an, we do have another phone call here if you want to try to, if you want to, try to get well, this in no, the way right that's, now. That's Larry. That is Larry. Yes. Okay, for okay. sure. Because he, he calls in so he can listen because he has a clean line that he can uh, listen to the show. Uh, I have a dirty line, but... Because he's not on Facebook. So because he's not on Facebook, he calls in so he can listen. So he can listen online. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? He used Got to you. do that on the end of the night show, too. Yes. Now... Are you ready for the Florida update? Do you want to do the Florida update right now? Yeah, because I need some music, though. I can do that. All right, let me have it. This is not the normal Florida music. This is uh, our special music. What is the special music that you were playing? The music that I sent you before the show to load up. Oh, Oh, there were two two things in here. You want me to do... Ah! Ah, the light went off. Ah, Woo! I hate to do it to him again, man. No, I didn't know that that was going to be getting... Tony just said, he just said, Luigi, load this stuff up. I said, I got it. Actually, ready. no. Play the, can you play the Florida theme and then that, or is that going to be a problem? I can do this. All right, then do the Florida theme first to make it official. Down to Florida. I got you, homie. All right. You see, I can't do what everybody can do in a no, normal radio station around here, Tony. I'm kind of, you know, stuck. Oh, sorry. I was just enjoying the music so much right now. Dateline Winter Park, Florida. Now, give me which the Which is kind of an oxymoron because, you know, they don't really have winter. Yes. Wait a minute. Excuse me while I whip out my organ. You know what's better? You know what's better than roses on your piano, Luigi? Two chips at the same time, man. Yes, but no, the answer, the correct answer is... The correct answer is... Tulips on your organ. Oh, I get it now. (laughs) It's one of Tony's standards. You know what this song is, Robert? It used to be the theme song for Brigantine Castle down at the Jersey Shore. They had this big haunted house. Welcome to Brigantine Castle. But this is actually, you know what this is called, Robin? Toccata? Uh, Toccata yeah, to- in, in G, right? No, Toccato in, in Fuego. Fugue. Not in Fuego. That was the uh, Dan Patrick line at Sports Center back in the day when people watched Sports Center. Toccato and Fuego in D minor. See, I said it was in D. Yeah, but you didn't. You forgot the Fuego. It's forgot fugue. the Fuego. It's that not fugue. Fuego. It's no. Fugue. He said Fuego. I made a joke out of it. Toccata. It's Toccato and. It's the Fugue in D minor, otherwise known as the Toccata. The Toccata, which is really good with a nice red uh, Michael and David <laughs> yeah, Zinfandel. Earthquakes in, to be specific. Exactly right. All right. Now let's go to the update with your Halloween desk, Miss Robin. For. The winner for the meet the most appropriate Halloween birth ever. 
Because you know, like they have they have babies that are born on New Year's New Eve, New Year's Eve, and, like the closest to whatever, midnight. Whatever. Okay, yeah, you know they always do. The New Year's First babies, baby right. born on 2018. This is probably the most appropriate baby birth on Halloween, October 31st, ever, 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 ever. ever. Even ever. bigger than baby Jesus in Christmas Eve. Did the one tell you that? Even bigger than Jesus? Even bigger than that. Yes. Mom, Kyle. And by the way, and for all my Catholic and Christian friends, it's a joke. Yes, it is a joke. But Do I have to have a sarcasm to, uh, Dad, uh, app on this uh, show? Dad, Kyle, and Mom, Jessica, gave birth to baby Oscar Gray... Oscar Gray. Oscar Gray. They were they they thought he was going to be born Saturday, mm-hmm. but the grandmother. But we Jennifer, had a party to go to, so they held yeah. the baby's uh, delivery. Grandma Jennifer said that she suspected the little Oscar's birth would coincide with October thirty first, Halloween, because their authentic, true, real last name. You know what it is, Tony. Uh, well, yeah, Hammerstein? No. Oscar Hammerstein. Oscar and Hammerstein. Wasn't that great? Frankenstein. To... No! Yes, their last name, Kyle and Jessica Frankenstein, welcomed little baby Oscar Gray Frankenstein on October 31st at 2.57 p.m. In the afternoon, so we had time to go out and trick or treat. Yes. Uh, That's very thoughtful of the parents. I believe we have tape of the actual from the birthing room. No, but, but like... Wait, okay, go well, ahead. Before we go to that. No, this is like the weirdest thing ever. She so this is their first boy, their right. first son, but they do have a 13-year-old daughter who shares the same birthday as Frankenstein's author, Mary Shelley. No way. Awesome. No way. Is that like does that give you chills or what? Dude. Dude is right. That scares me. Well, we do have tape from the labor room. Let's go live now. Actually, this isn't live. This is tape of what happened at 2.30 in the afternoon on Halloween Day, 2017. Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. You're putting me on. No, it's pronounced Frankenstein. Do you also say Froderick? No. Frederick. Well, why isn't it Froderick Frankenstein? It isn't. It's Frederick Frankenstein. I see. See, and there you have it. They were just, they were arguing <laughs> over the name. Understanding. What we had is failure to communicate. Actually, did you, I had one of those moments um, when we were watching the game last week, uh, the, the 49er game. Was Frankenstein there too? No, but uh, the Eagles were giving a biblical beatdown. To the Niners. Oh, yes, to, to C.J. Beathard. Did you see what Robin did? No. She took a picture of the back of his jersey and then posted it, and I said, yes, he was. Because I, I did one of those, I glanced at the TV. It's beat hard, is that what it was? Yeah, then, so Beathard is spelled B-E-A-T-H-A-R-D, but it's pronounced Beathard. And, and I started laughing. I'm like, well, that's an appropriate game for the quarterback of this exactly. particular, or appropriate name for the quarterback of this game, beat hard. And Tony goes, no, it's not. It's Beathard. I'm like... Tony, look at the TV. And he goes, oh, I never even noticed it before. Because you just say Beathard. that guy? <laughs> exactly. Beat hard is how it's spelled. Yes, it is. And he will start again, apparently. One more before weekend. Jimmy Garoppolo takes over. Jimmy Garoppolo, baby. 
What a crazy uh, NFL trade deadline. But congratulations to the Frankensteins or Frankensteins. Frankensteins Was family. Was Fair Brucker there, by the way? As Frau, a, Frau, Frau Bl- I'm sorry. Frau Blucher. <laughs> Did yes. you ever see Young Frankenstein, Luigi? Yes, of course. Oh, okay, of I just course. wanted to make sure you didn't seem to get the flower. No, I so congratulate. Frau Blucher. We do congratulate little Oscar and his mommy and daddy and older sister. What about the bride of Frankenstein? Was she there? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think she made it. Not yet. What were the other Frankenstein movies? There was The Bride of Frankenstein. That was who, it. A lot of chicks in South Philly still use that hairdo to this day. There's so many Frankenstein movies. And then there was like, <laughs> I, I read awesome, amazing books that were the new age Frankenstein movie or books that were like where the Frankenstein was a good guy. He was just misunderstood. And there were a lot of bad Frankenstein movies too. Like Frankenstein. Yeah, Fra- yeah. Remember this? Remember uh, Lewis and Costello? Jerry yeah, Lewis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. That's who it was. Meet Frankenstein. And it was always Boris Karloff who played Frankenstein in all these movies because he was the real Frankenstein. But then there were some bad ones like Frankenstein 2000. And then there was one Dr. Frank. What was it called? Uh, something Frankenstein. It was out like last year. Victor Frankenstein. Well, the very first one was the 1931 yeah, movie. Yeah, with, with Boris Karloff. Right. As the and then there was the Bride of Frankenstein. Right. Young Frankenstein wasn't until 1974. Young Frankenstein was a comedy oh, wait, though. House of Frankenstein. There's the Son of Frankenstein. Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein was 1948. Right. There's Blackenstein in 1970. Love Blackenstein. Well, they had Blackula. There's Frankenhooker. Yeah. Well, I saw that. That, that's always, that was that's actually always hysterically on. funny movie. Frankenhooker was good. Yes. Yeah, Frankenstein, the monster from hell. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein uh, conquers the world. Yep. Frankenstein created woman. House mm-hmm. of Frank. Yeah. Frankenstein ghost, General Hospital. The ghost of it was Frankenstein. Frankenstein General Hospital. Yes. Frankenstein must. Was be Susan just- Lucci in that too? She, yes. I thought she got stiffed out of an Oscar in that one. She didn't too. win anything. <laughs> Frankenstein's Army. <laughs> Frankenstein Unbound. Frankenweenie. Frankenstein: The True Story. Because what we've been told before was complete it's all bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. The Ghost of Frankenstein. The Horror of Frankenstein. Uh, so many, House so of Frankenstein. Many. You know who played? I was a teenage Frankenstein at one time. There was I was a teenage werewolf yes. too. Which you know who played that? The teenage werewolf. Oh yes, Michael Landon. Exactly right. Yeah. That's a great. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Son of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll Frankenstein. Rock and roll Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> the Revenge of Frankenstein. Now there's some. There's like there's like the Spirit of the Beehive. There's a bunch of things that like Frankenstein was in. Victor Frankenstein. That's the one that was out last year. It was horrible, by the way. Young Frankenstein, 1974. That was it. Yeah. Oh, Frankenweenie was about the dog. That was one of the, uh, that was a, um, whatchamacallit Frankenstein's maybe? Wedding. What about Frankenstein's Frank Ugly a... Divorce? That's what I wanted to see. That's coming next year. Frankenweenie was a uh, Disney movie, wasn't it? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Frankenweenie. But no, there's, there was one. You know who played Frankenstein in one of the movies, too? Gerard Butler played Frankenstein, didn't did he? he? Really? Mm-hmm. I think he did in one of the uh, one of the modern day ones. Frankenstein, James Dolan, Frankenstein versus Godzilla. I'm sure. Well, no, no, they didn't never. <laughs> Come do. on, man. Frankenstein wasn't big enough. He would have had to go for the balls to take uh, Godzilla out. First, I got a big foot, man. Yeah, yeah but I mean, Godzilla was enormous, man. He could only take on like Mothra. That's because right. right. everyone in Tokyo is so little. That's, that's exactly that's, yeah. that's what it was, Tony. Are you so, making a? Uh, I'm making a shortest a, joke. Are you no. a shortest now? No, Tony. I'm making a stout observation that most Asian people are short. <laughs> That's all it is, man. I'm sorry. Ridiculous, man. I went to Asia on right now. They're freaking average, giant. On average, Asian Correct. men... And women yes. are shorter. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a statistical but then, fact. But, but then you have the 
uh, exceptions. Like in China, there's a lot of, like, yeah, Yao Ming. Yeah. Yao Ming was like 7'6", right. wasn't he? Yeah, well, I, I believe it was Yao Ming was three people. <laughs> I really on top was, of yes, each I, other's I, shoulders. I, believe, yep. <laughs> I believe there was Yao, and then there was Ming, and then someone else was, was involved also. He was originally from the Ming Dynasty, I heard. But wasn't Gerard Butler Frankenstein one of the movies? I don't know, Tony. Why would I'm almost like positive. I remember watching one of the modern day Aaron Frank Cohen is- checks. Aaron Cohen checks and says, Frankie Weenie sounds like an STD. Yes, it does. Yeah, I yeah. think you get that when you go to the car, watch the Kardashians. You don't even have to have contact. <laughs> if you just watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you'll get Frank and Weenie. <laughs> you can get that. Gerard Depardieu was Frankenstein. He was? He was in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein in 1994. But what oh. about Gerard Butler? I'm telling you, he was in a horror movie where he played. Frankenstein. I'm positive. Just look then, up Gerard Butler's resume. Vi- he was in the Victor Frankenstein movie, the That's one that right. you didn't like. Which was terrible. That was the most modern one. That was like last year, Victor Frankenstein, right? I'm like, who uh, the hell's Victor it was, Frankenstein? It was 2015. Paul Lee checks in the groom of Frankenstein. That was me married to my damn ex wife. Oh! <laughs> the, the, I think the movie was called Victor Frankenstein Meet Your Maker or something like that. I don't know. It was bad. It was bad. Oops. Yeah, and Herman Daniel, Monster was it was Daniel a Radcliffe of uh, from uh, Harry Potter fame. He was the one that played Igor in the in Victor Frankenstein. Yes, that's why I didn't like it. Igor. No, Igor was in uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> no, was in Franken uh, Young Lung Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Where's Gerard movie. Gerard Depardieu? No, remember when he was like the hottest French actor? Not just physically. I mean, because he wasn't. He was always, he was like the number one. And then there was the other uh, the other dude. Uh, Jean Renault. Remember Jean Renault? He was Jean in all those. Uh, yes. He was in all the the, the, Have you the noticed physical movies. That the French, the the men who were famous French actors were all kind of unattractive. Unattractive. Yeah. But the women were, oh my god, absolutely. Just. You don't remember? Uh, hot. You don't remember what's his name? Uh, the guy I just mentioned. Butler. Not no, Gerard. John He's not Depardieu. Not Gerard Depardieu. The other guy, Jean Renault. Jean, Jean Renault was in all of those action movies. He was like the French version of uh, Rambo. Or more like, not even Rambo, because he didn't do the jungle stuff. Oh, no, but... Jean uh, Renault. You mean Jean Renault spelled R-E-N-O? Yes. Yes, okay. Not Reno, Jean Renault. Jean he was Renault. French, French actor. But he was never really that great looking either, but he was No, that's he was what I said. Like, yeah. They weren't great, but oh, they I remember were, him. Yeah, he's I been in a him. lot of uh, action movies back in the day with the Stallones and the, and the Schwarzeneggers. Yes, he was in like the, uh, the Da Vinci Code, Mission Impossible, The Pink Panther, Ronin. Exactly. Yes. John Renault, another Jean one of those French Renault. actors. And you would think that it was spelled R E N E A U. No, that's the car. Yes, but we it's call not. that Renaults. Remember when people would call those Renaults yeah. when they were Renaults? There's a uh, Dennis oh. Taylor text and he goes like like Russian men, stone just stone ugly. Yes, they are. Except for Putin, he's a good looking man, especially with a shirt off. Oh yeah. Who's so, a better looking man with a shirt off? Gabe Kapler, the new Phillies manager, or Vladimir Putin? By the way, <laughs> Jean Renault, he is a French actor, but he is of Spanish descent. Uh, I, I did not and know that. I'm not the only one that brought this up, although I did not know this, and Dennis Taylor probably uh, <laughs> did. My favorite Russian joke is, I still, looked it up. is still Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov says... He, goes, He's still, he has his own room in... I, uh, in I, actually tried to get, I tried to get him on his podcast last year. In where is it? In Branson, Missouri, I he, think he was, has his own club. He has his own club. Yes, he does, and he has another one in Colorado too. But he said, uh, 
he goes, he's like, I come to America. And he's like, the women here are so beautiful. They're every one of them. They're just, they're just, they're just amazing to look at. And he goes, and then, you know, you go to Russia and we have this saying in Russia that women are like refrigerators. That's it. <laughs> I was dying. So Jean Renault. That's not true, though. Russian chicks are hot. I was yeah, dying. Are. Jean Renault, he was in The Professional, which was the very first movie of whom? Uh, Jason Statham? No. A oh, young, a young, young uh, um, uh, she's a chick. She's been in a million freaking movies. Uh, 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 that's just, no, 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 no. Natasha Kinski. It's, it's on the tip of no. my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. Hold on, stop. The professional. The professional. Yes. She was really, really young in this movie. She went on. Dennis to Taylor's couple, like, I know. She went to a couple other movies. She was in the movie Closer. Was she an action uh, figure or no. just a hot chick? No, she was very young. Very she was young. like, she was like, like Jodie Foster 11. young when when she was in um, Taxi. I uh, think she was like 11 years old or something. Oh, like Kate Bosworth. Nope. No. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, that's who it is. Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman damn it, the Kurt professional? Yeah, she was 12. 12. She was 12 wow. years old when so, she was oh, in that So she movie. watched Harvey Weinstein take a shower then, maybe? <laughs> that's a lock. <laughs> Stone lock. That you know, we're talking about all these pedophiles. You know, one who's, who's dead and is escaping all of this stuff. And he died not that long ago. Michael Jackson? No, the boy band guy. Oh, yeah. Who had in sync and he discovered all these young boy bands back in the day. And I can't even think of his name. I was just talking about him the other day, too. It starts too. with a P or something like that, right? Oh, man. But he was, like, huge. But then you're thinking, you know, here's a guy, and then they, they, they eventually knew that he was molesting kids. And everyone always wonders what happened Lou to Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman, that's right. Lou Pearlman was the guy who discovered all the boy bands. And, you know, there's, there's a guy, he's, like, powerful, and they, hey, I, Timberlake and all these guys want to make it big. He would put these groups together, actually, from individuals. I don't think, did he do Menudo? No, I don't mean do Menudo, literally well, speaking. Man, man. Did he put them together? Unfortunately, that might have been. He, so he did uh, Backstreet Boys, In Sync, right? Um, he wasn't behind O-Town, though. That was... That was a, but he was like the guy as far as producers who were putting together super boy band groups back in the day. And he died a couple of years ago. Not that long ago, actually. But he was literally behind them the entire time. Yes. He was. Uh, he actually wanted them to so be. He, the, did he wanted them to be. Wait a minute, Rob. He wanted them to be the backdoor boys, but then they decided that wouldn't work, and they would probably suspect something <laughs> if they did that. He uh, managed O-Town. Don't want to raise suspicion here. And that was created during I told the you, reality TV series Making the Band. Mm -hmm. LFO, Take Five, Damn. Natural, <laughs> US Five, um, as well as a girl group Innocence, which had Britney Spears at the very beginning. Wow. And then what about it? Uh, all Saints? All, uh, no, all I, don't, Saints I don't believe they were involved. He put no. them together. They weren't involved. Too holy for them, brother. And then wasn't he? Wasn't he nailed before he died? Did, did they out? They outed him, right in Hollywood. Well, they they had a bunch of lawsuits. There were a bunch of lawsuits against him for. Um, they sued him in ca uh, federal court for misrepresentation and fraud. So he had all sorts of. Yeah, but that's not. Those are. Just normal right. sleazeball charges. Yeah, this guy was also a pedophile, from what I understand, yes. or suspected Let me pedophile. See if I'm, I'm pulling up. I'm looking up at. The, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, which means absolutely nothing. I mean, he was involved in a Ponzi scheme, oh, and then is? he was. Yeah. Uh, um, so he was convicted for charges of a conspiracy, money laundering, making false statements, blah uh, blah 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 blah. blah. Then here in 2007, 
Um, there were molestation allegations that Pearl molested some of his charges. Um, he claimed that they were unsubstantiated, of course, and then he died in 2008, so shortly after the allegations. So by then, oh, he had already began his because he was convicted of the bankruptcy and stuff. Right. He had begun his prison sentence for that. But then he died in 2008. He wouldn't have gotten out for those allegations until 2029. Well, those weren't allegations. He was convicted or at least pled guilty to those charges. The pedophilia stuff was something that happened in, 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 right. in space where no one was calling anybody out back then. Now, every day, every hour, somebody else is being called out. Oh, duh. Restaurateurs. He was just an overall the head of P- One of the main guys at PBS, NPR, National NPR, Public yeah. Radio, like the top guy in that NPR Resigned today. Talking because about draining the swamp. I mean, I they're think draining themselves. So, and good. Speaking so, about people leaving radio, I have a clip from someone leaving radio. We have yeah. tape. Oh, I, that's I have right. A, I have a clip of someone's swan song. That is correct. Someone so, very close to you. A way, way. Let's go way, We're going way in the back. Way back machine. Way back, way back machine, machine. Homie. I love that. You that was a. Uh, what was Poindexter in uh, the way back machine? Remember that. Well, Fractured let, fairy let's tales. Let's go back to 1975. 75. How old were you in 1975, Robin? Um, five, six. How old were you in 1975, Luigi? Six years from birth. Yeah, he wasn't even J- born yet. I was ten. Jerry was ten. Jack was ten. Jack. I mean, Jack. Jerry. <laughs> Jack was ten. And you were. I was. Uh, I carried a nine. <laughs> I was twenty-four. Twenty-four years old. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's go back to 1975, Tony, for a swan song. WFIL. This is Joel Denver. We got a sad time here. Tony, you're going to leave us, man. That's right. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. The swan song. <laughs> Tony, you know, it's, it's been a sort of a tradition around here that people that leave this radio station sort of say their goodbyes over this record. I don't know who started it. I can't remember the guy's name, but, you know, we just like to say goodbye to you, Tony, and the best of luck uh, on behalf of all the programmers here at WFYL, Jay Cook, Jim DeCaro, and everybody else. Uh, good luck to you and Linda, because we know you're going to really be big and good down there, and we hope to have you back here in Philly one day. Thank you, man. There's just so many people to thank for, for all the five years here at WFYL, which have probably been the greatest five years of my life. All the people in the news department, of course, first, Jack Hyland, the news director, and Glenn Barton, and Laurie and Chris and Alan Stone, and all the other people behind the scenes who really don't get the credit they deserve, and of course, all the great disc jockeys here at WFIO who just help things move along and where the news just comes in right. And of course, all the great engineers, Steve Drucker, Bruce Northwood, all the people I've worked with here for the past five years who have made, made myself and in times of, of terribleness sound decent on this radio station. And, and there's just too many people to, to really thank. And I, I just don't know what to say. This is just <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. You having trouble stretching? Yes. Uh, I, I don't know how... how do a legal ID. It's how guys like, like George Michael do this? Uh, it's uh, 11.59. WFIL, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right. Tony, good luck to you, babe. Thank you. If you need me. Wow. Way back, Holmes. That was when you were uh, leaving to go to Alabama, That's right? right. I was working overnights at WFIL from 1970 to 1975. And then uh, the guy who worked overnights at WFIL, Kevin McCarthy, the DJ, mm-hmm. he left and went back to, to WSGN in Birmingham, Alabama, 
to do afternoons because he got a promotion. That's where he was from. And then he called me and said, hey, they have an opening on the morning show. Would you like to move to Birmingham, Alabama and do morning drive? Now, I was doing overnights. So this was Incredible a major man. upgrade, sure. believe it or not. I'm leave, but I'm leaving, as far as market size, I was leaving the fourth largest market at the time to go to Birmingham, which was like the 50th market. But it was a great move because I moved down there for two years. My first son was born there. I got to cover Bear Bryant and Alabama football and, and Gene Bartow when the UAB program started. He had left UCLA, replacing. he was the guy who replaced John Wooden at UCLA. Wow. And then he left because, you know, when you try to replace a legend and you don't start winning championships every year like John Wooden did. Oh, when you win 10 straight, you know, it's a little tough. So Gene Bartow went down and became the athletic director of the University of Alabama, Birmingham. And they just built their brand new facility. So I was there doing basketball games. I, I got to do some WHA hockey with the Birmingham Bulls and go to Alabama and see Bear Bryant and Ralph Shook Jordan back in the day in Tuscaloosa. You know, and, and obviously football still king in Alabama. Did you get mud to tires? Oh, absolutely. And I lived on a, I actually rented a house in the country. I had chickens. I had a tractor. I mean, I want rural. Tractor. I want rural, man. Rural. I, I did the whole thing. I didn't want to live in the city. I said, I want to live in the country. Okay. I'm going to grow corn. Seriously. I grew weed for my buddies in the news department because I had all this acreage. And they would give me their weed seeds. And I didn't even smoke. Did you have a good Chinese place down there? Did you get good Chinese food? Absolutely. It was a great food down there. Birmingham's a great city. So that was a lot of fun. So I moved there, and then I worked there for two years. And then WFIL called me back and wanted me to come back and do, be the sports director and do the morning show. And so in 78, I moved back, and I was on in Philly for uh, a long time again at WFIL until they uh, went country, which is going well, to happen to a couple happen. of stations. It was yeah. bound to happen, Tony. So that was a lot of fun. But that was Joel Denver, the DJ, who's been working at All Access out there on the West Coast. If you follow the website, allaccess.com, it's a media site. They report all the news in the, in the business. He's still working out there. So that was fun. And you know who got that tape? You notice the quality was really good? Yeah. Solid. Who brought that tape? Mel Klawanski. Who was one of the great engineers at WFIL. And he would save all this stuff. Like from, from he would record the stuff on big 12-inch discs. I mean, reel-to-reel tape. And then he would make copies of it. Not even Jim from Sheltonham had this. No. I mean, this was studio quality. This was on the air. This was not recorded. Now, listen, Jim's amazing. And I don't have any of this stuff from WFIL. But all of a sudden, it appears... Where did Mel put it up? He said that he was looking through an old anniversary tape and found this. He was looking for something else and just stumbled across it. And he wow. said that he would uh, hand you down anything else that he happens to find. Well, I can't be down. I don't like who sloppy does? seconds, though. But uh, who I mean, does, yeah, man, man? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Now, since... Speaking of which... By the way, I have breaking news from the World Series uh, hot, uh, hotline... Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are down 3-0 to the Houston Astros. Breaking it open, brother, against you, dog. Well, that's not breaking it open. 3-0. Uh, it's early, too. That's not breaking it open in this series. So you, Darvish, who got lathered in his first start for, like, didn't even go two innings, remember? Yep. He's getting bounced around. It's the second inning, and he's got a three spot up and uh, two outs, and the uh, Astros have a man on first, but they scored three runs. It's 3-0 Astros. In the bottom of the second inning at Dodgers Stadium. And we all know this one's far from over. And you know what's going on already, right? What's that, Tony? Action in the Dodger bullpen. Of course, Tony. They have to get somebody It's out. all hands on deck, brother. Yes, it is. Now, we won't, now we, they won't see Rich Hill tonight. He pitched No, no, they won't but see him. But my eight will be out there. Kershaw will definitely be ready to roll. Kershaw probably, 
in the eighth or ninth. They're not going to. They're not going to give him long inning work here. Why not? I mean, they might need him to get to the eighth or the ninth. Stay so down three nothing game seven. If Darvish is giving up meatballs like this, man, they got to get somebody in there to try to try to give the Dodgers a chance. Well, they're not. They're not really meatball. I mean, they're just slapping the ball all over no, the yard. Problem is, yeah. The problem is that nobody can throw a slider for some reason. They're saying like the ball's too slippery now. It's a juice ball, and juice balls could be a problem unless you have low T and need to go to the to the testosterone centers around America. I'm surprised that Josh doesn't have more energy now. Speaking of low T. He said that he's like on this medication. He's on the, the, the testosterone stuff. I know. Which is basically shots of uh, testosterone. testosterone. <laughs> Hello. It's like, it's like going to the gas station. Say, fill me up. Can you check the oil? Check the oil? Check the oil. Check the oil. Check the fluids? Check my fluids. Can you get down under there and uh, check the undercarriage? <laughs> Speaking check of Check my undercarriage. By the way... Um, Papa John's, you see the big story today? Papa John's blaming the NFL anthem protests for sales being down at Papa John's pizza restaurants around America. It's got nothing to do with this crap product? Uh, no, because people you buy the crap product everywhere. For a quick pizza, they're not the worst out of all of them. No, we they're used a chain. Have, we used to have the, the Papa John's Can't delivered to the, to the no, studios. No, but when you live in a place like where there is no good pizza... Well, Seriously. you don't have a really I mean, great like in little in Philly, Italian... there's a pizzeria on every corner. And there in New York, there's a pizzeria on every corner. But in L.A., they don't have little great Italian places. And Papa John's is really not bad when you... Not... But see, that's what people are saying now. The people who want... Because I, you know, I don't know the guy, John Schnatter. He's a Louisville guy, the guy who runs Papa John's. He's on everywhere. You know, he sponsors a lot of stuff. He's a big sports fan. He does mm-hmm. all the commercials with all these athletes. So he's a guy who likes... He wants to be a celebrity, like a lot of these celebrity right. chefs. So he owns Papa John's. He does a lot of stuff for charity. We, we know somebody that works for Papa John's who is an absolutely wonderful person. We but were the people almost who are, get invited no, so, to so he's, he didn't basic. He said that they should have nipped this in the bud a year and a half ago. Their stock went down ten percent today. Wow. Their stock went down ten percent. Just and because it's not of like the they're statement? not. It's not that they're losing money. Oh wait, another a bomb right now. It is five to so nothing. Busted wide open, Tony. George wow. Springer. Georgie Springer. N- Houston is rolling. And everybody in Houston will get a free Papa John's pizza tomorrow. Not even Snake Plissken can get the Dodgers out of L.A. with a win tonight, Tony. Five-nothing Astros in the second inning with two outs. And I thought that uh, and Dave Roberts has had enough of you, Darvish. And so has pretty much everybody yes, exactly. in the greater Los Angeles area, as they call it, the City of Angels. He's going to have a lot of hell to pay in the City of Angels. Two of the worst pitching performances in postseason history. Darvish doesn't. He goes goes one and two-thirds again tonight. Unbelievable, man. Wow, 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 wow. This guy's only good for about not even two innings. That's incredible. Three hits. Five runs on three hits. The Dodgers have one hit. That's hard to do. Yeah, it is hard hard to to do. do. That's hard to do, man. And the Houston Astros up 5-0 in the bottom of the second. And they've already made a pitching change in Los Angeles. Kershaw's coming in, bro. He's not coming in in the second inning. Why the hell not? He's not coming. He's, they, got, they got to do something to shut Houston down right now. And they need it for they a while. They need a guy to go in there and get one out and get the hell out of the inning. And then uh, go from there. It would be smart. They just shut the lights off. <laughs> Have a power failure? <laughs> power failure. Listen, what do you do? What are you doing? It's not working, Tony? Pull the plug, Holmes. Damn right. Pull the reboot, plug. Reboot, reboot, reboot. Wow. 
So anyway, so 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 John Schneider said he blamed NFL leadership. He's not ripping the players for the pro. He says the NFL leadership should have been on top of this whole situation. Much more proactive. Pro- yep. Now he's not flat out saying that the protests are hurting his sales, but he's saying that he's not the, the company is suffering financially because their growth hasn't been as big as they projected. You know how companies work. And we're not losing money. But we're not selling as much product as we told our shareholders we were. During this they time expected five percent yeah. growth, and their growth is like one percent. It's like the whole ESPN's losing money. They're not losing money; they're just not making enough money to satisfy the investors who buy their stocks. That's what runs the the organization. But ironically enough, Peyton Manning's forehead has grown by thirty six percent. No doubt about it. Entire decline. Now I have a question incredible. for you, Tony. Better ingredients. <laughs> You're damn better pizza. Better pizza. Better forehead. I have a question. Papa John's. Yes. So I've been looking at a lot of the photographs lately. And I forget which team it was that. By the way, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, defending Papa John's, but for the people who are blaming bad pizza for this, that's nonsense. It is to say that the products. Are, meanwhile, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings says, "Oh, we're not experiencing any uh, problems because everybody goes into your places. You don't call Buffalo Wild Wings. You go in house, there right. to watch the games and eat wings, right? So you can't compare Buffalo Wild Wings." To Papa John's. Papa John's really relies... mess up wings, man. It's all about the sauce. No, it's not anyway. even. I'm not even criticizing the wings. I'm just can't saying mess up wings. But you don't call uh, you Pop. You don't call up. Buffalo Wild Wings and say, "Hey, can you have one of your stunas come over here and deliver?" You go into the bar. It's a sports bar. They got a million TVs. You're getting drunk with your buddies, watching college football on Saturdays and pro football on Sundays, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be affected because no. people still go to bars to watch games and eat wings. But people who order pizza. Are ordering on the phone and they're having it delivered. So whether you're calling your local pizza place down the street that you love, whether you're calling Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars, any of these chains, they're all going to be affected when you live in an area where there's good pizza. But why would Papa John's, which is one of the biggest chains, suffer a drop in sales in growth? So who are you going to blame? We can't blame so, Ghostbusters. You're not going to blame yourself if you're talking to your stockholders, right, or your board of directors. Of course not, no. So you got to say there's a reason for this, and he pretty much says he believes that the NFL player protest and the fact that the players, that the, the ownership group and the commissioner haven't been able to deal with this properly, and it has been a shit show, any way you look at it, whatever side total, you're on, complete, absolutely. it's a total joke. And so he says this, but then all these media honks who like the protests and think that that's the only side that matters because that's the way they see it. They're the ones saying, well, Buffalo Wild Wings, well, Papa John's is crappy pizza. That's why people don't buy it. If the people don't buy it, then why was it doing so well before this, right? Yeah. Our people are not buying it as much as they were. There's a reason for that, right? Yeah. Did the pizza all of a sudden become crappy? No, I, I'm, it's a ch- listen, it's a chain, so the chain has to, has to keep up with certain standards. Exactly. You know They're I mean? all the same. It's like McDonald's. They have, burgers are the same. Papa John's, same ingredients in all the places, what, Domino's, you, what, do you What do you have in a chain? That's the one thing, consistency. Exactly. You get, you get a hamburger at McDonald's here. It's the same as a hamburger at McDonald's in the middle of the Colorado. Exactly. Same thing. Same thing with all these chains, Subway, and you name it. So, again, but people are now ripping Papa John's and uh, the Papa John himself, John Schnatter, saying that uh, this pizza sucks. That's why people don't buy it anymore. And that's just a lame excuse. If, you're, if you liked the pizza last year, You'll like it again this year. Exactly. If that's what you're buying as your favorite pizza, that's what you're going to buy. But again, in places like Philly and New York, where you know pizza's everywhere. Yeah, you, listen, Papa John's to be able to compete in New York is unheard of. It's not going to happen. No, it's, it's going to happen up. like if it's open at late at night 
and the pizza place that you know in the closes. middle of nowhere. If you're nowhere near, you know, like you're going to go to Domino's at two a.m. if it's open because you're drunk and you're walking down the street. It's two for five. Exactly. Right. You got to go. I much prefer Papa John's over Domino's. I prefer homemade. Yeah, yes. me too. But I if got you're, a pizza but stone, if I make it those home, are your only choices. No, we got great. We order from yes. pizza places here all the time. When we were in L.A., literally, when we were in Sherman Oaks doing our show, we would call Papa John's was the closest chain, and we would order Papa John's every Friday night. You call your boy Julio, man. Send some no, stuff. That, that Julio's was in San Francisco. San Francisco. This is L.A. Oh, wow. Well, He's not going to drive a pizza 300 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're Tony Bruno. What the hell? You drop it off your friends, right? Dude. Not quite. I have my Chinese place to deliver uh, Chinese food to me in Norristown. Eight-hour drive, to Luigi. Eight hours. 56 minutes up 76 yeah, with Chinese food. And lo mein was still hot when I got it. Dude. That's impressive. Still hot now, when I got it. That's, that's Tony Bruno. We got to give away this. Uh, we do. And, and, and we want to welcome all of you who have been watching World phone. Series Game 7. We, we have had so many. So we had tons of phone calls. They dropped. It's because of Luigi. I got to blame him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Papa John now. And There's a reason why things are going We've already gone tonight. over time. And we also had a lot of stuff to cover. So yes. here's what I've done. I have done? picked an, a question. Yes. And I'm going to post it on Facebook Live via the, the text line right now as I announce it. And the very first person to answer it correctly. On where now? Where do they have? On timestamp. Okay. Not tramp stamp. Not tra- I was going to, God damn it. See, I'm, you got to be quick. I was quick. I you're was. You quick. are quick, but you're not Tony. I was. Bruno. You're not Tony Bruno. Quick. No, I paused for a certain reason. You breathed. I I breathed because Robin has a lower back tattoo, and I was like, and I breathed hey, for, hey, for a second. I was like, that's hey. my my mom is over there. I can't be calling her. I mean, I'm just saying. I do not have a tramp stamp. You know how many home runs George Springer has in this World Series? Uh, you know what? By the way, can I just just wait, really quick? No, five. Okay. I, <laughs> I that the lower back stamp should not be the tramp stamp. You know where should where the tramp stamp should be? Above the vagina. Yes. Yeah, above the above the box, because right above the box. Right What's above in the, the box? box. And you know why? What's in the box? Here's why. Don't block the box. When I was deciding where to get a tattoo, right. there were a couple specifications. A. One is I wanted to be able to decide myself when and if anybody would see it. So it had to be someplace that I knew that would be mostly covered up, and then if somebody was lucky enough to be able to view it, like it was my choice. My choice. The second qualification... So you're pro-choice when it comes to tramp stamps. Yes, she yes. is. The second qualification... Is it a forever stamp? <laughs> yes. It will be worth... The most forever. A-hole. The second qualification was that on a woman throughout your life, because you have children, you you gain weight, you Mm -hmm. lose weight, women get stretch marks. The, the right above your tailbone is the one area on a female's body that no matter what happens, you hardly ever stretch. You'll bo- your boobs will stretch, your stomach will stretch, your arms will stretch. You gotta work your lumbar, man. Your thighs will stretch. Yeah, your ankles sometimes you get cankles, you know, whatever. But that lower, right above your tailbone, 
unless you're obese, does not really stretch that much. You this, this is great. I did. Uh, this is great tramp stamp knowledge right no, now. No, that's why I actually take umbrage with the fact that it is called a tramp stamp there. I think right above on the front side. Aaron Cohen checks in. It says, the call the tad above the box a welcome mat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, that might that might that might have just tested my Asti Bukaki comment earlier. That was oh, that was pretty close. Man. That's pretty so, good. According, according to Google. It should be the front. Because by then, like you you get a little butterfly on the front right above your hoo-ha, and it turns into pterodactyl after you've had kids. You know, I know what it should be called. What? Uh you can't call it the hanger because that's a big opening. Since you have the landing strip, <laughs> since you have the landing strip below. It the runway? Be the tarmac. The, the tarmac? tarmac? It's the tarmac. <laughs> but the that's runway? why I, I just don't, I don't like the tramp stamp on How the about back. the landing pad? Could be the landing pad. But no, the landing strip is when women have the Brazilian wax. I know wax. what it is. We covered yeah. this in, in, in year one of the, uh, of the, the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So you got the landing strip, which leads to, of course, yes, what is it then? The outer marker. The outer, the outer marker? marker? Uh, nah. Uh, I don't want to do that. It's got to be like the tarmac. Because when you land on the landing strip, you're on the tarmac. And then you veer off and go to the, uh, to the gate, as they say. <laughs> to the gate. But Open where, the gates. Okay, so if, if the lower back is not the tramp stamp, where would the tramp stamp be located then? No, that's the tramp stamp. That is no, the tramp. It's see, a purpose it, buffer. No, it it's not. Stamp. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, because it's, it, was, it was given that name because it was girls would wear those real low-rise jeans would always bend over. Yeah. And that's when you would see that. That's why. Because there's only one reason you got a tattoo there. Is for people to see it underneath, you know, just that no, between that's that small why, window between your shirt. That's why and the women back, get, back of your pants. No, there are more women who show off the boob tattoo than I don't like a boob tattoo. I'm not a real big tattoo guy. I'm big on the neck. I'm big on women having the neck <laughs> all the way up right under the chin. You should leave. It's good leave, leave them alone. Leave it's good alone. look. I don't that, like the, I don't like tattoos on on the chest. I think it's that engaging. Atrocious. If you have that engaging. Gauging? Ears, ears gauged. Oh, oh, gauging. Yeah. Okay, I thought there was something new I wasn't privy to yet. You know, gauge when they have like the big... Uh, oh, yeah, that's real hot. The big no. holes. No, in there. no, that's stupid. Not. I don't like that. You don't like the gauging? No, I don't like the gauging at all. It's mad I don't either. Man. I think you should either you be like able that? to hide it when you, you want like to, that? and it should be able to be healed. Healed? Like, the gauges... Oh, oh, you, gauge. I thought we were talking about tramp stamps again. No, no, no. The they, gauges, they never you heal. Can't, no, no. You can't heal that. Once like you mail that, it's like, gone. <laughs> Although, if you, like my son, my oldest son, he had an t- earring when he was younger, and then he decided, ah, I don't want that but anymore. That's a regular earring. And if you leave it out, it'll close up Yeah, eventually. the hole closed yeah, 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 the it hole depends, closed No, it depends on how long... Right, but he didn't have it for in. 20 years. Yeah. He had it for a couple of years. Because I have, and I then he realized I look like a scrapper, and he got rid of it. There are some people that like you know have like the small little gauge. It's the size of like a penny. And then there's other people that are like National Geographic walking around. Exactly, it's like, yeah. dude, it's South Street. Like, what do you, you have one, you're gonna, you, you literally, you have declared yourself one job for the rest of your life. You are a barista, and that is it. Exactly. That is it. You cannot be anything else. Or you're gonna work in a marijuana in a, in a I'm judging. shop. I'm judging. Because if I walk up and somebody, like, if I go to see my doctor and the doctor's got a lip plate in, and they look like Manute Bowl <laughs> after a fight, I'm, I'm not doing it, dude. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm gonna see somebody else, please. That's I it. I hear you, man. A lip plate. I hear you, baby. Seriously. Not, I hate you. If you, can I serve, if you can serve paella for nine <laughs> out of the bottom of your lip, I don't that's think I've problem. ever seen that here on the uh, in the United States. The lip, the lip thing? Ball, the no, lip I thing. see a lot of gauging. Listen, you can do whatever gauging, you want. Yeah. The bottom line with the big gauging is, if you want to get that closed up, through. you have to you have, have surgery, surgery yeah. to re to re attach it. You know what I'm saying? And you get, a, or you can tighten a nice little knot because sometimes it'll tear through. 
On that note. Ain't nobody got time for that. Hell no. We can talk about the NFL at all time? Uh, nah. Well, let me, she, I mean, you got to get the picks. You anything? Uh, well, before picks. we talk about anything else, I'm going to ask this question so that we can get you. Yeah, give away, give away the ticket and give it away. Okay. Give so, away. Since and by the way, the Astros have bullpen action now in the third inning. Since we are pressed for time, we've already gone over. The first person to answer this correctly via Twitter and or Facebook Live, and you live in the Delaware Valley, you will win the tickets for two, dinner for two, to Cantina Laredo. King of Prussia, hosted by Espelon Tequila. It's a four-course dinner, normally $59.99 per person, which is still a fantastic deal. It's, 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 um, it's, it's beyond it's, phenomenal. It's one of the best meals you'll have, period, anywhere. Tony has the read uh, that we got. Did they have the menu? Did no, th- they do not no. have it. Oh, you didn't announce the menu. Because no, usually Brian... Usually gives us the menu pre. No, this is this is a surprise, but it doesn't matter what it is. It's always fantastic. no. It's always great. So here's the question, and whoever I, I'm, te- these are by timestamp. Um, That's how we got into a ten minute tramp dance. Dios, yes, Dios de los Muertos is celebrated on Muertos. two days, November first and November second. What is the significance and or difference? Between these two days. You say that again, please. Would you repeat the question? One more time, please. For us paying attention. Would you put it in the form of a question? Dios de los muertos. It's not plugged in, Tony. Okay. Wrong. It's the I got wrong Jeopardy. one. No, I don't want Jeopardy. I love this much. This is better than Jeopardy oh, music. Who doesn't, but... Is celebrated on two days. November 1st and November 2nd. What is the significance and or difference... Between the two days, twenty-four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What a difference a day, a day made. Twenty-four. And you posted that on, on what? Hour. Riddle's moving. We have breaking news. Riddle's had enough. I think he's done. He's shot. We're over. We're way over. Yeah, uh, we're way over. So now you guys can talk about something else since that uh, question has been asked. Timmy Gallagher yeah, says, 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 says "Oh, I kn- know, but he can't go, so he won't give it away." Give it away. Yeah, if you no. if you can't go, don't give it away. And if you can't afford it, do now give it away. You said what the difference was, right, Robin? Do we already have an answer there on Facebook? Um, not yet. Let's see. Are you sure? Right underneath the Timmy Galligan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, nope. Okay, good. That is not the significance. So one more time for anyone that wasn't listening. Yeah, for anybody that's not listening. Dios de los Muertos, otherwise known as the Day of the Dead, is celebrated on two days, November 1st and November 2nd. What is the, signif- the significance and or difference between the two days? And uh, the very first person, time stamped, who gets this correct, or if you want to call in, very last minute to 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669, you can win it in person. I will keep the phone lines open for you. The duration of this program. Correct. I think the difference is one day, guy just gets up and says, Hey, where are the white women at? Right. I think that's the difference. And the next day's, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> that's it. But that's not the answer we're really looking for. No, 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 it's not. That is not the answer. What is this? So on Twitter, Tracy Greer's, Gear said, I already Who? made love to her three times in my head and I was fantastic. What is he referring to? Oh. What is he talking about? Barbecue Beef Balboa posted a photograph of a really adorable young lady in a Dodgers uniform. 
and that he said that he was pulling for the Dodgers really, really, really hard. I get it now. Uh, he was pulling, uh, sort of like the uh, Sixer uh, tr- trusters pull for Sam Hankey really, really hard. I saw that yeah. um, Atlanta took the lead in that game, by the so way. So, Dennis Taylor, you, you, you are incorrect. Clayton Kershaw is in the game. Told you, T. Luigi, let me give you a roaring round of applause Thanks, for that, Bo. Appreciate that. Play. Hit it, because I, I have it. Oh, no, yeah, we do have to hit it, because you have something else set up. So it's five to nothing in the top of the third inning, and you, Darvish, became the second pitcher in World Series history to not last two innings in two games in the World Series. We actually have, uh, we have audio from Dave Roberts to you, uh, Darvish. You, Darvish? Yes, absolutely. Let's go to the tape. You suck, you duck-ass. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. That was an official quote right there. Yeah. Hopefully, because uh, they play, they're playing National League rules, right? Because they're in the National League Park. Correct, sir. At Dodger Stadium. Right, so there is no DH. No DH, so Clayton Kershaw will have to hit for himself and hopefully could score a couple runs for the Dodgers. Well, Clayton can rake a little bit. Clayton can hit. No, I know he can. But it's 5 nothing, and so Kershaw's in the third inning of a World Series game. And he's got to shut him down. I mean, that's why he's in. You're well, absolutely right. It's exactly why, because you have to stop. The, first of all, you have to stop the hemorrhaging that, Dar- that Darvish started, and then you have to give the Dodgers a chance to climb back into this game. And he's the best pitcher in baseball, arguably the best pitcher in baseball still, not so much in the playoffs, but he's the only pitcher you have on staff right now that gives you a chance. Exactly. You have to. No, you got to throw him in there, You're absolutely man. right. Absolutely right. Meanwhile, we're way over. I know we're way over. Let me tell you. So a lot of people are giving all sorts of answers. Uh, Yes, we already know that it is uh, All Saints Day uh, before and All Souls Day the next day. That's the Catholic tradition. But Day of the Dead celebrates it in a different way. And there is a major difference between the November 1st celebration and the November 2nd celebration. More naked women on one day? Yep. Uh, probably, actually. It's always good. I think, I think you might be correct. I love Latina women when they and celebrate. And there is a reason. Lactating whether Latinas. it's Brazilians, whether it's Latinas, whether it's anywhere, Latin well, America, of a, South uh, America. Uh, Latin America, no, South, South America. We have, to get, we have to say thank you to Roberta and, and Rick at, yes. oh, for yes. inviting us to the Halloween party. And That's we got right. to play a fantastic Redneck. This is the greatest game ever. The greatest game ever invented. And, and all it takes is nails, a hammer, and a tree trunk. That's it. Yep. It's it. Welcome to NASCAR. That's basically it all is it is, bro. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not bags. It's not courts. It's not ring toss. It's not beer pong. What this else takes is skill. It? it was invented by carpenters. Horseshoes. It's none of those backyard washers. washers. It's like it's like redneck flip cup. Yeah. You this, name this, it. this should be in the Olympics. I agree. At I least. Agree. At least. It's like beer pong, but better. No, it's not. It's nothing like beer pong. You, no, you don't take shots. You don't drink. It's a live hammer. You do have a hammer, but it, but it is more fun when you've had a little bit to drink. When you you're a, hammered and you have a live hammer. You, put, you, get a, you get a bunch of people around the tree trunk. Okay, It's, it's got to be a nice big tree trunk. Yeah, yes. like a nice so oak. go find a tree that's a 100-year-old nice tree. Cut it down okay. and then cut it in slices so you can play this game yes. for a couple yes. of Start years. Start chopping down the rainforest to get yeah. yourself a nice tree. So it is a round piece you know like a you know like like you so it's like it's a slice long. when it's you cut slice. the slice <laughs> joseph blair checks in robin in answer to your question one day you get papa john's and next you get dominoes ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's phenomenal oh that was good joseph. so it's like a stump that and was then good. and then for each person 
You get a nail. You get a nail that you hammer into the stump right in front of you. Just start the hand, the nail right. in there. You just tap it and in. So for every player that's around this stump, which is flat, obviously, yes. and then you can count the rings to see how old the tree is, too, while you're destroying a tree. And then each person then starts, and then they have to flip the hammer in the air, make it one revolution, and grab it. Yes. Now, if you grab it at the end and the head's down, then you get the best shot at hitting somebody's other nail. Yeah, the rule is when you flip the hammer, you can you flip the hammer, you catch the hammer. Wherever you catch the hammer, you cannot readjust your exactly. hand. Exactly. So if so you, you catch it like on the head... You can't slide your hand down to the base of the hammer to get a better exactly. swing. Exactly. No then sliding no on the aiming. head. You just get whatever nail you want. You basically play Russian roulette style. You pick any... Well, not any... Well, it's just ran, random. You pick any nail you want, and you just hit the nail. Right. When the nail is... When the nail has gone all the way down to the stump, where you can no longer get the, the a fingernail underneath right. the underneath the nail, that person the is nail is done and you're out. If you can spin the hammer twice, two revolutions. And I tried that a couple of times, and I was getting cocky because I was nailing them really good. Yes, he was. We were doing well, but you guys were teaming up on me, man. It was horrible out there. It was. Yeah, because you were like talking smack. Yeah, but because I was knocking everybody's nail in, though, I was pretty good. But Tony, how good was the Tony Montana imp- impression I was doing? It was good. It man. was solid, man. It was good. It was um, solid. Who won? You once. I won the only game that I played. We were playing twice. Oh yeah, but I got knocked out. I stopped caring, so I walked away. Oh, you know why? <laughs> you know why? Every, you know why Roberta and everybody else was going after Luigi's nail more than anybody else's? Why? You're not. You're not a nice person. That's, oh, is that, is that what I it was? <laughs> is that what it was, Tony? Oh, Tony's got his other soundboard up, so we we can go. It, it doesn't Miss, matter. Miss Robin dressed as a Playboy bunny in high heels, and. Not much else on. You're a rude guy. I'm trying very hard, and you're being rude. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I won. I was my na- my heels were sinking in the dirt. I was mm-hmm. unbalanced, and I still freaking beat everybody. She would sit there. She'd she'd eye up. She'd like, where's where's Luigi's nail? We have a reaction. But to I wasn't Robin. the one that got you out. We have a reaction to Robin. It can happen. Yes, it can. <laughs> I wasn't the one that got you out, though. I don't know who actually got you out finally, but I did win. I was the last. Woman standing. You know why Luigi didn't win? We can't do anything right. <laughs> That's the problem, mother. Our vets have to be taken care of. Yes, we they do. do anything right. We Our can't do anything right. You're right, sir. Our vets have to be taken care of. We have to end Obama. Scott Evans says uh, <laughs> we call it hammer schlagen in Wisconsin. Hammer schlagen? For Oktoberfest, yeah. It is fun, Scott. But it's, it's a, a great game. It's a great game. Yeah. So, Tony went as Hugh Hef. Yep. Stole I went costume. After, yep. For the people that were able to see the, the costume online, I was, I was Bateman from American Psycho. The mm-hmm. Huey Lewis CD is still in its original sealed packaging, by the way. If you hey. want to buy it, I'm selling it for $7.99. Guess who wow. joined? Who joined in? Craig Larson. Oh, Craig Larson? Yeah, he just Is he joined. in Houston where it's hot tonight? I don't know. Yeah, of course he's in. He's yeah. either in L.A. or Houston. I just saw that he joined and he's watching. We are so over time because What's nobody... What's up with the Dodgers, man? Yeah. Speaking of, yes, we are over time, Tony. I know we are. We are so over, but nobody has gotten the answer correct yet, and so we still haven't been able to give this damn dinner away tomorrow. Well, we have to give it away tomorrow on on, on social media. I'm going to ask the question one last time. Come on. One more time. Uh, All of you know how to look up Google. This should be easy. What's the question again, Robin? One more time. One last time. Day of the Dead, otherwise known as Dios de los Muertos, is celebrated on two days, November 1st and November 2nd. So today and tomorrow, what is the significance and or difference between the two days? There are, you celebrate two different things. 
on the first day and the second day. And everybody so far has gotten it wrong. So if you look back through, don't answer the same question that somebody else has done because they have all gotten it wrong. No, it is not that they celebrate the dead or living on one day or the other. That is not correct. It is all about the days of the dead. It is not like the Catholic All Saints and All Souls Day. Correct. It is a combination of the Catholic religion brought over by the Spaniards and the Aztec uh, beliefs. And it was sort of mishmashed together, and the um, Mexican tradition became Day of the Dead. Are you following me, camera guy? Yes, I, I got, got it now. Got it, got it, got it. So <laughs> you, where do you go and guess on this now? On Facebook Live? Um, Facebook Live and or Twitter. So whoever answers it first. Ah, ah. Damn it, Raymond, you can't win. Oh, Ray. You Why know did you, you answer? can't answer. So if anyone's smart enough to just copy Raymond's answer and put it in the comments section, you win. <sighs> Cole McLaughlin, both days you celebrate Jerry Garcia. <laughs> what a question exactly mark. Exactly right, bro. Exactly Ray, right. Ray, Ray, Ray. Not Ray Ray or Ray J. Not Ray J. Oh, now all of a sudden, the Astros are starting to uh, bleed a little bit. We got nobody bit. out, two on. Yep, and he just, threw a, he just hit a batter. Is and that Turner? Yeah, yeah it's Turner. Turner got hit. They had a leadoff single. So first and second, nobody out. We're in the bottom of the third, and the Dodgers losing 5 nothing. Clayton Kershaw in the game pitching for L.A. Guys, the answer has already been put out there on Facebook Live. If you know anyone in the Philadelphia area, he said, it's my wife. Yeah. My wife, Tony. <sighs> so anyway, we'll get a winner, and then we'll notify you. Yes. 9.35, Holmes. You know what, we know what that means, right? We really do. Have to get going. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. We really do. Good Lord. Have to get going. 35 minutes overtime. Hey. Now, does the union know about that? We're going to have a big yeah. rat time, outside. Time flies. We're talking tramp stamps. You know what I'm saying? Exactly right. I believe Ed Nasta was the first one to copy and paste it. So, Ed Nasta, congratulations. You have won the tickets. I can't believe how easy that was for him. Since somebody gave it away that had already won. What's the correct answer, Robin? The correct answer is that November 2nd, or excuse me, November 1st is honoring all the children who have died. November 2nd is honoring the adults. Ah. You learn something new every day on the Tony Bruno Show. Yes, you do. All these people yes, are saying, too did. bad I'm not anywhere near Philadelphia. But Ed Nastic, congratulations. Um, I will contact you right after the show, and looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. We really do have to get going. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. got to clean this shindig up. i got a bottle of Henny to drink. Exactly. Yes. I want to thank Jerry. Jack. Jack. Why do I keep calling Jerry Jack? Jack His Jerry. name is Jack. Jack O'Donnell. Jesus. <laughs> Jack O'Donnell. Where are you getting Jerry from? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm fried. Ken Ebbetson says, hopefully Luigi gets time and a half. I don't get any. I get. I do this for the love of the game. You get nothing. I'm like Billy like Chapel over here on the mound. <laughs> Jack does it for nothing, but Jerry, he demands payment. Right. You get jacked off for nothing. <laughs> Jerry for free. <laughs> Jerry for free. <laughs> Oh, sh- Man, you've been really full of them tonight. I'm usually funny. 
You usually funny? I usually am funny. <laughs> you have to remind if me. If you can tell, there's no oh. tension in my face. I feel good. I feel relaxed. I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. We've been drinking Michael and David. I got a bottle of Henny to get to. Astros are about to win the World Series. It's early. It's early. Astros are about to win the World Series. Larry King hasn't even nodded once yet. I mean, he hasn't even put his head down once. I, I, love may, I may do the show to early tomorrow and just get over to, 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 to uh, King of Prussia for the dinner. Ray Maturo says, when can I win again? Hello? So, um, Ray, when you show up for the Christmas Eve Eve show, we'll wipe the slate, slate clean from anybody that's won previously, and you can win whatever fantastic prizes See, we have J- that night. Jason Nemiroff does make does make a good point. He, he can call into my show tomorrow night, and he can win a fabulous gift prize to Moonshine, which exactly. he lives nearby. Exactly In the Luigi right. versus listener's bracket, all he's got to do is call in. I'm giving away gift cards all the time, man. And you know what we say on this show all the time? Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you very much. (laughs) Tony found a Donald Trump soundboard. Yes, I did. And it's been this. This has been. It's hours, hours. But but, they're so appropriate. But but the the best one. The best one is. We really do have to get going. That's what I say to Robin every time we go out. Again, we'll start this from the beginning. (laughs) This Andy Griffith theme, by the way, it's a five-minute bed. This is the second time I've hit it. The podcast will be available tomorrow on all <laughs> podcast apps, iTunes, Audio Boom, uh, Stitcher, SB uh, Radio, SB Radio. Pod, uh, Podcast uh, Addict, all of those things. Joseph Blair says really for me rich. to put one of those really one of those rich. giant inflatable non-union rats out front. It's no longer the rat, it's the cat now. No, it's, it's a, a cat. Rat no, it's a massive cat, Tony. And it's holding a worker and it's holding like a, another like a... Uh, like the a, rat like a, like in a his mouth? Yeah, it's crazy. It's a giant cat. I saw one on South Street. Well, we saw the rat. We out saw here. the rat, and there's a rat mobile now. Really? Yeah, they made a. They made a. Are you sure it's not that jerk off from the PPA out there just okay. sitting in his car? I'm, I'm gonna say it. We really have to go. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can you put a bow on this thing, Tony? Please. All right, that's it. We want to thank everybody for watching tonight on Facebook Live, listening, listening to this the next morning, whenever you want, as many times as you want. And remember, we'll see you at the uh, tequila uh, dealer at uh, Cantina Laredo, King of Prussia, on Thursday night. And go, Eagles, go. Fly, Eagles, fly. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, damn it. And God bless America. It's still a beautiful country. See you next week, everybody. Listening to the Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just €15. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.